0: Salutations! Welcome to Pod I'm Travis Hunter, joined as always by my co host my sister and my brother in law.
1: Hi, I'm Renee Hunter Vasquez.
0: Hi, I'm John Paul Vasquez. This week, we're broadcasting live from a traffic jam on Route 23, discussing the 2003 Supernatural Horror sequel, Final Destination 2. This film was directed by David R. Ellis from a screenplay by J. McKay Gruber and Eric Press. Following the success of its predecessor, Final Destination 2 follows a mostly new crew along with a familiar face or two in their quest to once again outwit and cheat death. With memorable kills and an opening sequence that scarred an entire generation, this film would go on to become a box office success and pave the way for future entries in the franchise. This film was suggested to us by friends of the show and Wendigo Getters, Molly Gerhardt, Brittany Ramitar, and Jordan Nash. We'd like to thank all three of them for their continued support of the show as well as this suggestion. So, Final Destination 2, what were your first impressions on the film?
2: I remember seeing this a little bit after it came out, but that was about it. Mm -hmm. I think I've watched it twice, but I do remember watching it for the show. The first time I seen it, I remember... Because of the kills and everything, I was like, oh, shit, this is crazy. <laughs> but I, I I, can't remember if I really, really liked the movie or I was just very excited because of the way people were dying.
3: Right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I watched this one a lot. I know we both did. Yeah. I honestly, I know we are going to continue with the franchise. This is the last one I have memory for mm-hmm. and nostalgia for because I was like, I remember one thing about this movie. And it's the thing we all remember. Of course. uh, Because, you know, act like you don't change lanes when you're fucking on the... But anyway. No, you do. um, (laughs) Everybody does.
0: Even though physically, I don't think it's possible. It
1: doesn't matter. matter. Um, But when I'm watching it, I'm like, oh, no, I remember this. I remember that. I remember that line. I remember this. Um, Not all of it is great. Fair. uh, But it does have nostalgia. I feel like the kills are pretty inventive mm-hmm. a lot of them are fun i know i probably shouldn't say fun but they yeah. are fun <laughs> um, it's when you kind of the consequences of some actions made me kind of like wait no yeah i don't know some of it just did not gel watching it fucking almost 20 years later yeah but when i was a teenager this was this movie was the fucking was the amazing shit, yeah. yeah
0: no i definitely agree on the nostalgia factor mm-hmm. I feel like maybe it might also be bleeding over from the first one into this one. That kind of allows me to kind of feel like a kid again when I watch mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Yeah. I honestly, I feel like this one isn't as good as the first one.
1: It's not. It's n- to me, it's not. Uh, yeah, I would agree with that. See, I remember this
2: one more than I do the first one. Uh huh. So this one. I want to say it was a little better for me than the first one. Well, I mean, if but, it stuck to you. Right. But yeah. only because I remember this one
0: more. <laughs> mm-hmm. So a little bit of nostalgia, yeah. maybe? Yeah, tiny.
2: this Tiny, very tiny.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I will call it a worthy successor, though. Yeah. Because I, I feel like it kind of carried the tone better. I think the series got a little more ridiculous towards the end for me. Right i don't know Uh, if you guys have
1: i don't remember i I know i watched past this i do not remember well then
0: i think that explains yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) i don't think i've seen anything past this one
0: really yeah
2: i think i seen the first one this one and that was it
0: well then it's going to be interesting when we get to
1: yeah i'm excited honestly
0: i definitely felt scarred by a lot of things in this film Uh (laughs) uh-huh uh more than just the one that everybody talks about and remembers yeah But I think that the thing that makes this film work is they really take a lot of mundane situations Mm -hmm. and make them fearful.
1: I definitely agree with that. I have that in my notes that the first one and then after the beginning of this one, you're already trained. Every time a character walks into a room, you're like, oh, that could fucking kill him. That could kill him. That could kill him. Yeah, You better watch out for that. Like everything you're keyed up and just
0: anxious I remember leaving the theater because we saw this in the theater uh-huh. and every little thing I was like, well, that is...
1: <laughs> You're like, I'm not going over to those pigeons. That's for No, that's true. <laughs> <her> goddamn sure. <true.
0: laughs> Sidebar, I do know that I said that it kind of carries on the tone and everything very well, Yeah, but I do have to admit that some of the story, <laughs> especially considering one character from the first film mm-hmm. and not the one that we see... Uh, I really think that they dropped the ball very badly. Uh,
1: I would say that they dropped the brick. Yeah. Uh, because <laughs> I was like the audacity. Yeah. Um, And I know that there is behind the scenes stuff that was responsible for that. But I could not. I read a couple different things. Mm. I don't fully know what happened. That was I my problem.
0: I couldn't substantiate it. I was like, do I yeah. tweet at Devin Zawa? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Please tell
3: <laughs> us <laughs> what We happened. need to know. Yeah. <laughs>
0: now before we cheat this film's design we would like to issue a warning for spoilers pod mortem is a very in-depth podcast and in thoroughly discussing horror films we have no choice but to spoil a thing or two if you don't wish to be spoiled please go watch the film then come back and enjoy the show if you've already seen the film or don't care about spoilers let's hit the road now this film relies heavily on having already seen final destination if you haven't we suggest you go watch it Or go listen to episode 27 of our show as a refresher. So the film begins with grainy television footage of an uncredited anchorman declaring that tomorrow marks the one-year anniversary of the crash of Flight 180, the tragedy that sparked the events of the first film. He recounts the 40 students and four faculty members of Mount Abraham High School who lost their lives, but also details the strange, seemingly accidental deaths that befell the survivors who got off the plane before it crashed. We get a shot of what appears to be a bedroom, but it looks a lot like Mr. Mullins' creepy ass like barn from, <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. from last <laughs> week.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but we also get the title Final Destination 2. The camera pans across a photo of two girls catching a magnifying glass just right to make it appear as though an X-Acto knife blade is pointed at the face of one of the girls. So this I actually dig yeah because mm-hmm. it's very close to what they did in the first film the opening right. yeah yeah i do think that it's not as cool because it seems to be just more random creepy shit yeah yeah and less kind of death oriented mm-hmm. like i remember like a thing like hanging by its neck and shit and i was yeah. like oh my god yeah. but this <laughs> one they're like look at that puppet yeah. <laughs> <like>, uh, okay <laughs> but that little hint at death is perfectly timed as the anchorman says that some people saw those deaths as tragic coincidences while others thought something more sinister could be afoot. As he welcomes his guest to discuss those events, a clearly haunted puppet twists in the wind <laughs> <laughs> and we see the hand of a sleeping girl twitch. The guest reiterates that he doesn't think the events are supernatural. The camera then pans to a chunky little spider near the girl's hand. It's a thick boy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: Chunky little makes it sound cute and baby like. <laughs> like I'm, this movie is already too scary for me. I'm like, first I thought it was fake.
0: Yeah, I did too, and then it started moving. Very I was like, like, this is
1: just in your fucking house, all plump and shit. Like, no, it's well. a well. Mm. Why is it loose? <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: Get back and to your it, cage.
1: The, I'm really trying to vibe with this girl because obviously this is gonna be our protagonist. Right. But you got fucking weird ass puppets <laughs> <laughs> and just a spider roaming free, oh. like. I can't relate.
0: No, not at all. And honestly, I don't really know, again, what the spider has to do with that. Nothing. Because yeah. I was like, oh, she's
1: probably going to get bit. Like, is this another Spider-Man movie? Like, oh, yeah. No, none of that. We never see the spider again.
0: No, it was not a bait and switch at no. all. <laughs> but it crawls across her bed as the guest posits that there's a force around us all day, every day that determines when we die. We see a tour book for Daytona Beach and a road trip journal next to another obviously haunted doll. I really don't know what this girl's into, but yeah.
1: I feel yeah. like maybe if there was any mention in the next hour and a half about yeah. her, maybe even liking, yeah. Yeah, that would be cool. <laughs>
0: it's like I have this show called The Manger Babies. Yeah. <laughs> Just one one line of dialogue. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Fucking manger. B-
0: <laughs> yeah. and well, with these, it would be like the major, <laughs> the Man. manger demons. Yeah. <laughs> that. these things are fucked. Got to change it up a little bit. Yes, don't want to get sued. But the guest says that he doesn't go in for the religious connotations of that force either, so he just prefers to call it uh, death. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah. Right. He says death has a grand design, and when Alex Browning got off the plane and got others to go along with him, he ruined death's plan, and that's what he's here to warn people about.
1: At this point, I'm like, how did this theory get out? Because yeah, I have no idea. This is exactly what they figured out on their own in the first movie. Well- <laughs> and this dude's like, now, I'm... It, listen to this how do you know this (laughs) they needed
2: a way to tell anyone watching this movie exactly (laughs) yes (laughs) didn't see the first one
0: it's called exposition right 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 i think the thing that got me is he's like now i don't go in for that supernatural shit (laughs) but death has a design (laughs) (laughs) but what are you talking about (laughs) like what is what even is this but we pan from a shiny airplane toy on a nightstand to the sleeping face of kimberly corman played by aj cook so i was wondering if they were doing the same thing they did with the first film if Corman is Roger Corman. Yeah. Because there's another family later that's very obvious. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I like these little shout outs to horror icons. Yeah, right. very cool. But when asked by the anchorman if it's because all the survivors are dead, the guest says that it's not that they're dead, it's how they died. As the little thick boy spider crawls towards Kimberly's back, the guest says that their deaths were so random and elaborate that it's proof that there's something out there. The anchorman immediately checks his ass, telling him that it's not proof. This is just your interpretation.
1: I was like, why did you have him on? Why did yeah. you invite me? It's like, this dude's going to explain everything. Oh, yeah. now you've gone too far. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: What's going on? It's like, I'm just going to be a dick to this guy for yeah. about 15 <laughs> minutes or so. But wind blows past Kimberly, waking her up as the discussion on television devolves into an argument.
1: The wind is never good.
0: No, it's not. We learned that from... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But she sits up to watch the TV. The guest cutting through the anchor man's sarcasm says that we should be on guard every day we leave the house.
1: This is great content to wake up to. Oh, yeah. yeah. And also, you can die in your house, too. Yeah. yeah. That's true.
0: <laughs> a lot of people do it. I don't know if you've heard.
1: It happened in the first yeah. film. Oh, shit.
0: <laughs> I think the mo- probably the most memorable one.
1: Yeah. For me, anyway. Yeah.
0: But a door slams shut behind Kimberly, but she just doesn't care. Like, she pays it no mind. And I found this very confusing.
1: Yeah. There's a lot of character work. Some <laughs> <laughs> that I find very confusing.
0: But to survive, the guest says, we must look beneath the visible world because in the end, no one escapes death and today may be your day to die. Again, he doesn't go in for the supernatural. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the TV gives way to red static. According to the commentary, they did say that they wanted to front-load it with exposition to kind of give you the... Yeah.
1: Well, they did. Yes, they did. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they said something weird, though. They said the test audiences were like, yeah, we don't give a shit. Get to the deaths. And I was like, dude. Well, That's
1: surprising that already in the second installment. Yeah. I can get maybe in like the third or fourth. That's like, look, we're just here to see... No, no, no. Yeah. People get killed in no, crazy no, no, ways. No. Mm-hmm. Like. <laughs> That's rough. I <laughs> that would be offended. What, come on. What kind of fucking
2: story <laughs> death? Where? You can't see him but... That's why it's so scary. Yeah, that's no. why it's so real. <laughs> right, I don't go in for that supernatural. Yeah, no, no.
0: But in a bit of a transition, we pull up from a door of a red car to find Kimberly getting everything loaded up. Mr. Corman, her dad, played by Andrew Airlie, goes down a checklist of items, making sure that she has everything for the trip. Shayna, kimberly's friend played by sarah carter finishes up his list with condoms whips and chains as she tosses her bag into the back of kimberly's car
2: no you go home you <laughs> get inside <laughs> Fuck,
1: yeah. trips
2: off yeah, yeah. no
0: no, well, no no mr corman yeah, was not no. impressed
2: well
1: it's funny because it's he's like naming off that checklist of do you have this do you have this and she's like yes that like it's just that trope is funny to me where a parent is concerned and like making sure you're going to be safe. And the kids no, just yeah. like, dad,
0: fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just well, funny. Well, didn't he do that in the first film, too? Yes. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> and if I know anything about trips, like, don't why don't parents check the night before? <laughs> Nobody I, ever I, does. Yeah. It's like, no, I got to go right now. We'll listen. We'll Did look, you uh, bring it? Yeah, I have a laundry list <laughs> of shit you, have you need to bring. water? <laughs> <laughs> But Shayna does say that she's just joking and that she'll keep an eye on Kimberly, which doesn't fill Mister Corman with any confidence.
1: Hell no! no. Like, weren't you the one that just? <laughs> <Yeah. him> up?
0: <laughs> but as Kimberly says goodbye to her dad, Shayna tells her to hurry up and get the guys because she is horny. I'm like, you need to...
2: <laughs> and um... <laughs>
0: the dad's uh, about to come no. out of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm I'm glad that she's f- very free. Yeah. <laughs> But at least say it with him not yeah, in front of my let dad. Me get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Jesus. But Mr. Corman just laughs it off, and Kimberly says that she'll call him before hopping into the driver's seat of the car. She jokingly scolds Shayna, who blows it off, saying that her dad's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, I'm sure he's thrilled <laughs> yeah. what's going on. <laughs> I know I'm old too because mm. as they were pulling off, I was like, put your seatbelt on, man. Yeah. And then the dad's like, buckle up. Yeah. I was like, God damn it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is who you're relating yeah. to. <laughs> I'm just laughing because the first time you saw it, you're like,
1: yeah, <laughs> fuck
0: you. Yeah. Fuck you, dad. <laughs> but this time you're like, those girls are just. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going
1: to pick up the boys. <laughs> <It's man>.
0: Unbelievable. <laughs> But as they speed off to the sound of aggressively early two thousands rock, <laughs> Mister Corman tells them to buckle up, like you just said. But before heading inside, he notices a red stain left behind by the car in the driveway. Not good. No, no,
1: Kimberly, your car's bleeding. Yeah. Like what the fuck was
0: that? Someone stabbed your car last night. <laughs> yeah. I so I was like, I hope that he calls her immediately. Right. And then I was thinking, I was like, okay, so two thousand three, what were her cell phones like? Uh terrible. Okay. But they uh, were there. Nokia's yeah. Yeah. I played snakes yeah. <laughs> <remember? laughs> on mom and dad's phone because we didn't have phones yet, yes. I don't think. No. But you do forget how much shit has changed in that short period yeah. of time. Yeah. Because on commentary at this point, they were explaining what Rotten Tomatoes is. wow Wow. yeah and it sounded insane because they go they have this thing called the tomato meter (laughs) (laughs) Like, dude if you said this to people who aren't in the know that is
3: ridiculous
0: (laughs) (laughs) but we cut to the on-ramp of route 23 swirling around a sign for the stop line kimberly abruptly slams on the brakes as to not hit the car in front of her and everyone in the car chastises her driving skills The two guys that Shayna was jokingly horny for, Frankie, played by Sean Cipas, and Dano, played by Alejandro Rey, sit in the back seat.
1: So are you sure that these... Are the guys she was horny for, or uh, did they pick them up, and now they're going to pick up yeah.
0: the horny <laughs> That's why I said jokingly horny. Because okay. yeah.
1: <laughs> I was like, oh, God. Man. Not even physically how they look, but the way they fucking no. act. Oh, yeah, they're horrible. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> God damn the
0: bar was low in yes. 2003.
1: <laughs> you just need a puka shell necklace. And, and you're Yeah, you're that's in. it. That's
0: it. I don't mean you're... I meant you're in, like... No, you meant getting it in. I didn't get it in. I would never. (laughs) We all knew it I would never say that. That's what he meant. Stricken from the record. (laughs) (laughs) But On Ramp Lady, played by Retta Hutton, knocks on Kimberly's window and rattles a bag of collected soda cans. Unfortunately, the bag tears open and all the cans fall out. As she goes to recollect them, Dano and Frankie make cracks about her.
1: She drops the cans. This one was like, okay... I know that something bad's about to happen to the kids in this car and I'm fine. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, she drops the cans and one of them goes, what a fucking freak. Yeah, I was like, yeah. That's
0: like, what? I was like what? That's Why? too far. She literally just <laughs> walked on a window.
1: <laughs> that was <laughs> my, that was <laughs> like, what? What the hell is going on? I was on? like, she
0: didn't growl or snarl at anyone. She did nothing. She did literally nothing.
1: And they're all laughing at her. I was
0: like, fuck yeah. all of them, and, to be okay, honest. Okay, so Frankie jokes that it's Dano's mom. And Shayna like puts her hand on her head like, oh my God, yeah. <laughs> these guys should be on yeah. Mad TV. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> it's not, nothing is. Not mad TV. <laughs> well, it's 2003. I'm trying to keep with Mad. <laughs> <laughs> but for the joke about his mother, Dano bans Frankie from smoking his weed for the entire trip. This is short-lived.
1: But, well, I'm yeah. like, what? is this legally binding? You're I don't just know. like that's yeah, it, no. man.
0: <laughs> and it, every, I don't know why, but Dano really makes it like he has the best <laughs> weed. Yeah, and it's kind of annoying to me personally. I just by well, looking at that guy, he, he does have not. Yeah, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I've met that guy. I <laughs> promise like, no, he, he yeah. doesn't have that. <laughs> I promise <laughs> you. <Yeah. he should. laughs> But Kimberly pulls onto the highway as Frankie and Dano chat about all the hot girls they're going to see in Daytona. They pass a school bus full of football players chanting, pile up, pile up. Now, I love this because it's starting a double meaning. Right, right. Because I think a pile up has to do with football
1: (laughs) (laughs) i would immediate i don't like shit like this right no like i've seen death proof a thousand times and if i'm driving in my car and hold tight comes on my playlist
0: you pull over i'm like you're (laughs)
1: playing with fire bitch like i'm we're setting a scene here you Mm -hmm. know what i mean people chanting pile up while i'm driving on a fucking highway i'd be like i want to speak to
0: your superintendent (laughs) not even the coach no who is probably
1: on the bus (laughs) who's probably chanting
0: oh shit he led the chant i don't know i was like did we get any there are no shots on the bus (laughs) do you see a deleted scene
2: and two he's he's waving that bag of weed around i'm like dude what yeah. are you doing
0: like right like yeah he's the open like window.
1: i i i don't know. but because it's the best I, <laughs> and he needs everyone to know well, well, i am dano no, no, <laughs> i got the best Not weed. even that dude there's cops everybody can yeah. see you what the fuck are it's you broad doing? daylight yeah
3: <laughs>
0: and if there's one thing i know about the road cops enjoy being on right. there.
3: yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> But we get a shot of Kimberly looking uneasy for probably twice as long as what was necessary.
1: Yeah. It, it, yeah, because it's, they're like, guys, she
0: she doesn't she, like that. Yeah. <laughs> but she turns on the radio and a man on the station says that there will be a candlelight vigil in the Mount Abraham High School auditorium tonight in memoriam of those lost in the crash of Flight 180. She then switches the station again and we hear Highway to Hell by ACDC. She awkwardly chuckles at Shayna and switches to some random pop rock instead.
1: I, I switched the radio when ACDC yeah, comes on. Top. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: like, that has nothing to do with death. That, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> any yeah, we're fine. <laughs> <laughs> but the vehicle passes a black muscle car with a phoenix painted on the hood. Evan Lewis, the driver of the car, played by David Pateco, looks over at them with a smile and revs his engine. Everybody in the car laughs at him.
1: I'm like, are you trying to race this SUV? Yeah. <laughs> I, I was it's like, our mileage
0: is shit. I can't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you know
1: like gas prices <laughs> are right now?
0: <laughs> but this is when Kimberly's cell phone begins to ring, and we see that it's her father. This made me laugh because I was like, man, they've been on the road for probably like half an hour. Uh, yes. yeah. He's like, should
1: I? fucking?" That's, I thought that was weird because of how concerned he was about her getting on the road. Yeah. I feel like he would have either yelled after her or immediately yeah. called me. He's like, no, I'll let him get on the highway.
0: Uh, <laughs> that will be fine. <laughs> but she answers it and he tells her that the car is leaking transmission fluid and he wants her to get it checked ASAP. She says she will. Dano takes a puff of a joint and notices a biker, played by Don Bell, and biker's girlfriend, played by Odessa Monroe, pull up beside them. Now, I just saw this lady, Odessa Monroe, mm-hmm. in Freddy vs. Jason, and she has a very similar character arc. <laughs> <laughs> a very complicated one. Oh well, uh, yeah, they, really, they pulled out all the stops, but she immediately flashes Dano, who begins coughing in an attempt to get Frankie to turn around and see. Mr. Corman is like, is someone coughing? As if people can't just cough. Yeah, no. no. He's like, that was a weed He's like, that's weed related. He's <laughs> like, I grew up in the fucking 60s. I know what that is. But Kimberly rushes off the phone as Dano passes the weed to Frankie.
1: I feel like, why are you hanging out with people who don't know how to be cool when your parents are around? Yeah, I don't know. Because yeah. she's like, we're going to go fuck or whatever. Yeah. Like, and then dudes smoke It's like, shut up. And just yeah. like, sound like everything is cool for 30 seconds yeah. while I'm on the phone with my dad.
0: And while you're in front of my father. Yeah. <laughs> <It's>
1: like <laughs> Insane. Her friends do not pass the vibe
0: check, no. is what no, I'm trying to say. Speaking of passing, there's some bad editing here because Dano passes Frankie the weed twice. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, did you already fucking? That's am very I going? weird? Yeah. He's <laughs> like,
1: pass it back because that shit is the yeah. best. <laughs> like, it is true what they say Dano has
0: <laughs> the best weed. But the biker flips them off and speeds away, Dano lamenting that Frankie did not get to see boobs. But this is when they notice a cop car behind them, which isn't good if you're smoking pot or really ever. Yeah. Right? Literally never. (laughs) So Kimberly tries to switch to another lane. Unfortunately, a logging truck in the next lane honks at them. So she lets it pass and ends up right behind it, telling Dano to put out the weed.
1: She should have gotten pulled over for that. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because I was like, the, the logging truck's like, what the fuck, is yeah. yes? And the cop <laughs> should have been like, Bee. yeah. yeah, oh no, it's, right away. Yeah. just like, well, whoops! Exactly, yeah. Like, yeah. It
1: just goes back and
0: nothing. It's like, uh, how many drinks have you had yeah. today, <laughs> ma'am? But instead of putting it out, Dano takes one more drag before flicking it out in a nearby car driven by Kat Jennings, played by Keegan Connor Tracy. Now, I love Keegan Connor Tracy. She, right. she was great on Bates Motel. I think she's hilarious in this. She is funny okay, in yeah. this. Honestly, and I do want to point that out as well. There is way more humor in this film yeah. Yeah. than the first film. Some of it's successful. There's, there's, <laughs> yes, yeah,
1: some of it. There's one character in this that I think has one moment of uh maybe he's a real person uh-huh the rest is just like <laughs> like yeah. this is wicked, it's
0: absurd yeah. it is he came to say, that like here's all the like fucking punchlines we wrote yes! you. <laughs> <laughs> try to pepper them no you know what salt them in yeah, we, want them, I mean,
1: yeah. we want them everywhere completely yeah
0: but cat is on her phone distracted but she does take notice when the joint sets some dry leaves covering her windshield wipers on fire
2: come on man you're on the fucking highway (laughs) that thing would have blew off with those fucking
0: leaves
1: yeah no it starts a small fire Mm.
0: jp i'm sure they did all their research (laughs) for final destination it was uh, was
1: really i was
2: like
0: come on like what are you doing (laughs) well she's very smart right sprays some windshield wiper fluid right and the wipers batted away she looks over at dana who gives her the universal shush sign yeah and she handles it very well. She
1: does. I would have fucking freaked out. I would have like dove out like I was on GTA and what my car up? was on fire
0: <laughs> And just let it explode in the intersection. That's how you play the game, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay I love how you're able to just walk away and nobody's like,
1: did that <laughs> guy just fail out <laughs> of that? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Nobody cares. They just keep walking down the street, go to Click and Bell. It's fine. Yeah. It's just another day.
0: But Kat takes a drag from her cigarette. Smoking is very important to her character in this film. Yes. And this is when we cut back to the car of our protagonist and we see that the check engine light has come on. So Kimberly says that they should pull over and check it. But Shayna isn't about that life, saying that everyone is going to be fine.
1: Her friends are so fucking stupid. Yeah. Yeah. I was looking as you were talking and I have that written back to back. (laughs) I'm only saying (laughs) it once, but they're very fucking stupid. Her thing is like, like girl live in the moment like stop worrying like that's how she says it but it's like okay i'm literally leaking fluid yeah and yeah. the light just came on <laughs> yeah. like yeah. i i get like don't be such a worry ward but we're driving in this car <laughs>
0: yeah but there's i mean there's worry ward and there's uh the fucking car yeah i
1: don't want to crash and i
0: don't know if you know a transmission fluid <laughs> <Yeah. does. laughs> it's,
3: it's kind
2: of important. Very important need that
0: yeah we will not get to daytona yeah, right. no no <laughs> <laughs> But we see a van driven by Isabella Hudson, played by Justina Machado, who rubs her pregnant belly and just continues down the road. The loud logging truck speeds through the wet road, whipping water off of its wheels. We then see a guy on a motorcycle just ripping through traffic like a madman, making me very uneasy.
1: Yeah, I was like, is that death? (laughs) I was like, hold on.
0: I'm coming. I'm right there. But next to Kimberly and co, a man driving a beer truck is just openly downing a bottle of beer as he drives on, his truck reminding everyone to drink responsibly. Yeah, well. I mean. <laughs> Thanks, guy. Well, you know, did he pick that from the bag? You don't get high in your yeah. supply. No, he brought it from home. Well, Dan was yeah. also. <laughs> He's like, oh, this isn't even the beer that I... <laughs> But Kimberly then buckles in, and that's when I was like, you weren't? Yeah.
1: It's like, your dad literally told you. Yeah.
0: Well, you're also not stopping the car, so (laughs) shows how much his fucking influences. But she looks over at a car to see a little boy bashing toy cars together while staring her dead in the face. I'm
1: like <laughs> yeah. I like, fuck you looking at <laughs> yeah, it. You stop.
0: This is a great omen, I would yeah.
1: say. <laughs> <laughs> so you see this shit? It's like, oh my God. He like even
0: has the tilt. <laughs> like it's an evil. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was Damien. But <laughs> they pull up behind a car that belches black smoke from the exhaust pipe driven by Rory, played by Jonathan Cherry. Frankie yells out the window. You ever hear of the ozone layer asshole?
1: As he flicks another joint out the window. Yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs>
1: I can't fucking stand these kids, man. No, no. not at all. I, thought I was, mean, he's not. I, I agree with what he's saying, but yeah. I'm still like, fuck you. Yeah.
0: But I thought it was weird of him to kind of like shit talk that homeless woman and then be yeah. like, but yeah. the environment.
1: <laughs> it's like, what? Piece of shit.
0: But they then pass a car driven by Nora Carpenter, played by Linda Boyd, with her son Tim, played by James Kirk, in the passenger seat, drumming away with water bottles. That's when I was like, Carpenter, huh? Yeah. Right? <laughs> but we then see Thomas Burke, the police officer, played by Michael Landis, who just has a cup of coffee free balling it in the cup holder. Yeah. yeah. Like, I was like, up- I'm
1: sure that full ass lidless cup of hot coffee is uh-huh. not going to cause any problems. Oh, it won't at come all. up at all? No. Yeah.
0: I did think it was interesting. I heard on commentary that he was cast in this film four days out from shooting. Oh, wow. So did somebody drop out? I don't know. They said that he was cast late and then he showed up on set without ever having read the script because. <laughs>
1: Wonderful. Like, <laughs> What, did
0: they just realize at the last? We did not fill this guy's <laughs> position. <Holy> shit.
2: <laughs> we don't have a cop.
0: Yeah. What an oversight. Yeah. <laughs> but he speeds past Rory, who is just openly snorting cocaine off of his hand.
1: Yeah, but he kind of straightens up. He's like,
0: oh, shit. Well, <laughs> I think that was the jolt of the cocaine. Yeah. If, you,
1: <laughs> if you like watching this man snort cocaine, well, oh. you're really going to love hey, it. At least he <laughs> kind of, the, them kids
2: are waving the bag of weed around yeah, and throwing joints out windows. At least he was like, oh, shit. He had the decency to turn
0: his head. Yeah, <laughs> And he had a good method. He put it in like the little yeah. uh, you know, crevice cre- creature from, from the Black yeah. Lagoon
1: Web. part of our hand.
0: <laughs> and he snorted it like he was wiping yeah. his nose.
2: I don't see how it was the window down. I don't know
0: how he was doing that if the window was down. Did it look like it was down or it like it away?
1: it's like no,
0: no, no. It's like, why does this keep happening? A funny thing is that the song on the radio is literally talking about doing cocaine as he <laughs>
1: he likes uh, <laughs> submersion. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> But he then mocks Burke, even though Burke's probably like a mile down the road at this point. Nah. I was just like, this is your character. Well, yeah, that's, Weird.
1: that's the time to mock him. Exactly. can't possibly. No. He <laughs> fucking flips a Yui.
0: <laughs> what the fuck did you just? But just then Chekhov's coffee cup topples over, <laughs> spilling and burning Burke's leg. He looks around for something to clean it up with, but doesn't realize that just ahead of him, a chain has snapped on the logging truck, sending logs rolling in slow motion, bouncing into the street. Burke gasps as a log shatters through the windshield at him, crashing through the back window in a grisly, bloody mist.
1: When I tell you fucking (laughs) traumatizing. Yes. That's at least an entire generation.
0: Oh, absolutely. Who
1: I feel like... I know they say truckers are lonely, but I don't yeah. think anybody's as lonely as the log truck. <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's
1: like, I'm not going to hurt yeah. you. I don't know. <laughs> Why won't nobody drive near me?
0: And the funny thing to me is that they said that they had tried it with real logs and they just fell into the road. Well, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> is gravity. You these, know? Are yeah. From,
1: these are from rubber trees. These, these, yeah. are,
0: <laughs> <laughs> these are Acme logs. They do pounce and go flying. They, yeah, they do. <laughs> The cool thing is obviously the logs when you see them bouncing are digital. Right. Mm -hmm. But they smashed a real log through a car. Oh Oh, wow. And they smashed it through a dummy, but they pasted Burke's face over the dummy.
1: (laughs) And (laughs) it looks Yeah. Yeah. I I was gonna say I didn't even notice that. No.
0: His look of shock is a little funny.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you wouldn't be fucking shocked.
0: No, he's like, This is gonna scar a whole generation. But the motorcyclist falls off his bike, sliding across the road and hitting a log before being crushed by his own speeding bike. We see blood spray. Yeah. So he's dead. Rory. <laughs> no, no problem. <laughs> it's for keeping us up to speed. <laughs> but Rory's car smashes into another log, flipping countless times until his car lands on its wheels like a cat. <laughs> He screams immediately as an 18-wheeler slams into his car, exploding into a ball of fire. The truck keeps going as if it didn't just murder a man, and we see Kat scream as she slams right into a log, flipping her SUV on top of it. The glass shatters at her in slow motion. It's not a very convincing death as compared to the others. No, because
1: yeah. <laughs> the other ones are so gruesome. They are,
0: and the look on her face is like, "Oh, th- my insurance. Like, <laughs> <laughs> she's not thinking about herself, but... The carpenters, on the other hand, speed right into another log when Tim's water bottle falls underneath the brake pedal and Nora can't stop the car.
1: This is uh, something that I had wanted to bring up because when we did the most recent talk mortem Mm -hmm. on our Patreon, um, (laughs) (laughs) our friend Dylan had asked what are scenes for movies that scarred you but you can't remember when you were a kid what they were. Mm -hmm. This is one for me and I didn't even realize it until we watched this because I am very fucking paranoid about bottles in cars. Because of this, and I didn't even realize
0: it was from this movie. That makes perfect sense.
1: But um yeah, no. I'm like she she was trying to break and she couldn't. <laughs> it scares the shit out of me.
0: I was but always no. worried about uh grapefruits because of that episode of the Simpsons. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Equally as yes. dangerous. Yeah.
0: I believe it's called <laughs> Das Bus if you <laughs> If you're feeling froggy.
1: If I remember, it's scarred yeah. a whole generation.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't eat fruit in the car. <laughs> but the carpenter's car promptly explodes. And it's at this point that I was like, is everyone made a dynamite in this yeah. movie? Or what?
1: <laughs> <laughs> they all had gunpowder for breakfast.
0: <laughs> but the logging truck, now completely empty, swerves to a stop, blocking the road. Kimberly clips a log, sending her vehicle flipping over several times in slow motion.
1: I wanted to mention here because, you know, in movies, you always see cars flipping and stuff. Mm -hmm. And this one, you see their arms and legs hanging out of the windows. Yeah. I don't know. Something about that was like very disturbing Yeah, because it was just a little extra touch that you don't because i've talked about this before sometimes when like a lot of action is going on my eyes will just glaze over and <laughs> so that was like oh shit like there's fucking people yeah. in there yeah i don't well, know it was disturbing
0: i usually feel like they often will put like you just have the stunt driver in a car or something yeah yeah but seeing that blonde hair peek out yeah i yeah. was like, oh, I was like, oh, like oh my
1: god it was a lot
0: shane is fucking <laughs> dead <laughs> But Evan slams his muscle car straight into the gas tank of the logging truck, exploding into the third ball of fire we've seen so far. (laughs) But metal debris and flames litter the road as we press in on Kimberly and her friends, bloody and trapped in their flipped over vehicle. They watch as Evan screams for help as he can't unbuckle his seatbelt, entirely engulfed in flames. That seemingly evil 18-wheeler returns, speeding through the flames and ripping through Evan and his vehicle, heading straight for Kimberly and her friends
1: why are they still driving? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I was just so yeah.
0: confused. Maybe they have a grapefruit under there. Like-
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, the carpenters are the only ones with an excuse. An excuse. Yeah. Everybody else, why the fuck are you still driving?
0: It's I don't know. It feels like maximum overdrive or something. <laughs> I like, guess I don't, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. But Kimberly screams as it approaches, but then the camera pulls back and out of Kimberly's eye, which is really the only way to get across yeah. that somebody had a premonition on right. film. Apparently, <laughs> this happened in there. Yeah. I was
1: like, okay, that was brain shit. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but I I gotta say, man, that is a great fucking sequence. It was. Oh yeah. yeah. Every bit of it was envisioned by the director because apparently all the script said was the carnage is immeasurable.
1: Oh. I mean, it, that is correct. It yeah. is accurate.
0: <laughs> You'd love to
2: see him die.
1: Yeah. I mean, I mean they were... Yeah. I mean, well, hold on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was a bold statement was, back there. <laughs> I'm just like, uh-huh. They were... Uh, creative kills for the most part except for kat who just just she's like my premiums are
0: gonna go up (laughs) (laughs) i'll never financially (laughs) recover from this (laughs) oh no (laughs) Uh,
1: most of them were were really uh like scary i don't think that it had the same impact on me as the plane in the first one because that one i literally kind of felt sick to my stomach
2: yeah
1: uh but this one was like fuck you know what i mean like it's horrific and it's gruesome and it's like all turned up because it's a horror film, but right. like this shit could happen. No, yeah. Oh, maybe not the logs are gonna be bouncing or whatever, but this shit could happen. Oh, and yeah. it does happen. That's terrifying.
0: I think maybe why it didn't hit so hard for you is like at the end of this sequence, Kimberly just kinda screams at the impending doom. Yeah. But at the end of the first sequence, Alex is being whipped by flames and he's like <laughs> <laughs> like, so I, I would imagine that's a little more, Maybe a little more dramatic.
1: Makes it more impactful. I would say so.
0: <laughs> but I did hear on commentary that it took 11 days to shoot the sequence. Mm. Wow. It's an incredible mix of both practical and digital effects as, as well as stunt work. It's pr- oh. pretty
1: seamless. Yeah. yeah.
0: Like every car that you saw flip, there was a stunt driver in there. Wow. Oh, nice. Which is, in like, I can't even yeah. imagine. Yeah. It looks
2: good. Yeah. It does.
0: They said that the director, David Ellis, was actually a stunt coordinator since the 1970s. Oh, shit. And so him coordinating all this shit actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. He actually did stunt work for Scarface.
1: Oh, shit. Okay.
0: And he was the stunt coordinator for Lethal Weapon and Misery. All Hell right. <laughs> thought that was great. I mean, they're whooping ass in Misery. <laughs> yeah, they are, dude. <laughs> well, the typewriter wasn't as good. <laughs> but... He actually uh, helped orchestrate both the Quidditch matches in Harry Potter and the freeway scene in The Matrix Reloaded.
1: Oh, shit. So dude's
0: fucking, Yeah, he's like, I know what I'm doing here. (laughs) (laughs) But after we zoom out of Kimberly's eye, her friends are once again chastising her for breaking abruptly at the stop line. The on ramp lady bangs on the window again, her bag breaking and spilling the cans.
1: Absolutely not. Yeah. No. They're like, fucking freak. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, nope. No, no, no.
0: Everything plays out as it did before. But Kimberly begins breathing heavily, observing her surroundings. There's a line of honking cars behind her, and she sees the school bus filled with football players chanting, pile up, pile plug up. Pile up, pile yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I don't even know if they did it in that cadence, but that's, that's what's in my head. <laughs> But the interesting thing is from this side, we see that the school bus is from Mount Abraham High School. Mm
1: -hmm. Does that sound familiar?
0: Vaguely. (laughs) She then tells her friends that there's going to be a huge accident and they're all going to die. The guys brush it off as a joke, like, you know, from their time on Mad TV. (laughs) (laughs) But Shayna actually seems a little concerned. Kimberly cycles through the radio, the same memorial announcement from earlier comes on, so she switches over, saying that Highway to Hell is going to play. And it does. The light then turns green, but instead of continuing on, Kimberly swerves her car to block the on-ramp. Dano and Frankie are very confused. Burke, who is sitting in his vehicle, notices what's going on and pulls his police car up to Kimberly's vehicle. We also see Rory very openly stashes coke that Burke would have never seen. Yeah. Like yeah. he would have never saw it, but he's like I've got coke in yeah. here. I and was I- like that's not <laughs> suspicious no, at all. I must hide this. <laughs> <laughs> but Burke gets out of the car and walks over to chat with Kimberly. Dano practically is hyperventilating over how much weed that he has on him.
1: He's like, and it's the best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you hear? <laughs> you get extra time. when your yeah. shit's
0: really You may have forgotten when you were fucking having a premonition, <laughs> but I have the best weed. The best. Burke asks what's going on, and Kimberly tells him about what she saw. The pileup, the bodies, the logs, everything. Burke asks her to step out of the vehicle.
1: He's like, bitch, what are you on? <laughs>
2: I mean, she's doing the right thing by blocking the road. She is. But,
0: she's I mean, trying she to does save sound everyone. a little crazy. Oh, well, very much. But I guess Alex Browning also sounded crazy. He did. Yeah. But she gets out of the vehicle, and we watch as every named character from earlier watches impatiently. Eventually, Isabella and Evan step out of their vehicles, and we watch as the motorcycle man switches off and takes off his helmet, revealing himself as Eugene Dix, played by T.C. Carson.
1: We love to see it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Living.
0: Yeah. Single. <laughs> I love how he said revealing himself. No, as yeah. Oh, shit. That's Eugene Picks
1: <laughs> Before um, Evan gets out of his car, he's like. Burke is up there talking with Kimberly, and he's just honking. Yeah. I'm yeah. Like, has this worked yet? Why are you still just sitting yeah. there honking? I gotta
0: be honest: the horn of a vehicle is just there to annoy the fuck out of everyone else. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like very rarely is it ever used for what it's meant to be used for—a warning or like, yeah. hey, yeah. back here or something. Yeah. If we're in traffic for like bumper to bumper, you're not doing <laughs> anything but being an asshole. Yeah, that's just a PSA. Like, fuck it, stop. <laughs> <laughs> stop doing that. Very interestingly, on commentary, they said that the character of Eugene Dix in the screenplay was described as a Woody Allen type.
1: So the casting is spot on. Right. Nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
0: yeah, they went a different way. With it.
1: <laughs> Very much so.
0: But Isabella walks up to Burke asking if there's any way that they could just go around. But he tells them to get back into their vehicles. Evan has a less polite approach and he goes, just move. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) I
1: never thought of that. No, I thought I would just stay
0: here. But the music grows dramatic as Kimberly sees the logging truck speeding past them. She says, that's the truck that's going to kill everyone and tells Burke to stop the truck. I do want to call it the music because uh, I learned something very interesting. The woman who scored this film is named Shirley Walker, Mm -hmm. and she scored the first three Final Destination films, but she is also one of the first women ever to earn a solo scoring credit for a feature film, and she earned it on, I think it's Memoirs of an Invisible Man for John Carpenter. Oh, wow. But keep in mind, I said one of the first women ever. Yeah. In 1992.
1: Jesus Damn, really? Yeah. What a badass. Oh, a yeah. B come, like, uh, what took so fucking long? Okay. <laughs> this is no idea. crazy.
0: I have no idea. But Burke tells Kimberly that she needs to calm down. And before she even has a chance to, we hear loud crashing sounds and see large explosions as the pileup from her premonition becomes reality.
1: Now, this is the first bone that I had to pick. Huh. That happened a lot further oh, yeah. up the road than that. Yeah, it that. did. Not yeah. from
0: my side. Like, no, no. Yeah.
1: they stopped at the thing. The lady was with the cans. They were driving. They were smoking. Yeah. Her dad called. They saw a cat. Even the they stuff on the, kids. the radio. They saw the, the bus. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. shit on the. All of that had to happen. But it's like, no, we're going to do it right here so you can see it. I'm like,
0: well, Come I wanted on. to see it.
1: No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but Burke rushes off to call it in, requesting medical assistance and backup. Kimberly then notices a road sign that reads, next 180 feet. We zoom in on 180.
1: Uh, The zoom made me
0: laugh. It's like, why does death love that number so much, dude? (laughs) They're like, like, the flight. Yeah, remember, guys?
1: (laughs) It was so unnecessary. It really was.
0: Well, we could see it before. Yeah. (laughs) But Kimberly looks on as we see Burke behind her, running over to her in slow motion. He pulls her out of the way just in time as a speeding 18-wheeler crashes into her vehicle, killing Shayna, Dano, and Frankie as they explode into another ball of fire.
1: That wasn't even part of the crash, though. No. Like, yeah. why, why did that happen?
0: Well, we'll learn. <laughs> but Burke holds her as the camera swirls around them, Kimberly screaming and crying. I, okay, positive and then negative. Yeah. <laughs> The positive is that this is a great composite shot, because you have the shot of, I guess, a green screen background of him rescuing her and throwing her to the ground, and then everything else that goes on, the special effects that they did, mm-hmm. it all really marries very well. It oh, does. no, yeah, it looks good. And in 2003, I'm just yeah, no, no, that's yeah. impressive. very surprised, but on the negative side, on commentary, they said that this is supposed to evoke a feeling of what they did to marion crane and psycho that anything can happen i was like don't no 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 (laughs) (laughs) let's uh (laughs) let's no pun intended let's pump the brakes (laughs) a little bit (laughs) this is not hitchcock no (laughs) let's be very clear (laughs) you've clearly got a grapefruit under your brakes (laughs) slow down but i mean we can admit that that's very cool that is hilarious. but But let's not go too (laughs) far (laughs) But at the police station, Burke walks with Detective Subi, played by Eric Keenlyside, side, telling him that the survivors are shaken up and a bit scared after what happened. It's like, well, yeah. Well, yeah. duh.
1: It's like, yeah, they're lucky, but that's still fucking traumatizing. Oh, yeah. I would say
0: so. And that's when Detective Subi is like scared. They're the luckiest sons of bitches on the planet. Oh, shut up. I'm like, you were sitting in an air conditioned office. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're the <laughs> luckiest son of a bitch on the planet. <laughs> you don't have to see any of that shit. But he does say that yesterday, Evan Lewis won the lottery, and now today he avoids one of the worst pileups in years. So Evan's lucky. Yeah. Evan, Evan is lucky. No, yeah. Are we
1: supposed to assume that he that the car is from his lottery money? Because that's what I assumed.
0: Yeah, I would think so. Maybe, so he, yeah. he
1: won yesterday?
0: Yeah. <laughs> he's like, uh, I'll he, take one. <laughs> yeah, I'll <laughs> take one of those. Yes, please. But Subi tells Burke to go babysit the rest of him so he can finish talking to Evan. Burke heads into the waiting room where he's accosted by Kat and Eugene, who are asking when they can get out of here.
1: I had a question here. Mm. I understand Kimberly because it's like, oh, you like, did you have prior knowledge, da, 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 yeah, whatever. Yeah. Why are the other survivors being detained? They had nothing to do with the pileup or with it being blocked off.
0: Well, but they're named actors, though. Okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But we got to get them in a room together. Exactly,
0: yeah. (laughs) So we can have this scene. I
2: just took it that she was like, look, they all died in my vision. So. (laughs) He's like, she died? That one, that one, that one. (laughs) (laughs) It's like that guy back there on the bike. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Pile him in the back of your car. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> They've no I reason mean, to be how there. They really People don't. They're like, can
1: we leave? It's like, yes. Yes. He's yes. You're like, not, you followed us. We yeah. didn't tell you to come. <laughs> no, you're not
0: under suspicion <laughs> of anything. Like I don't, I don't get it either. Burke says he's gonna get them out of here as soon as possible, but then goes to check in on Kimberly. He asks her to tell him again what happened. Kimberly again describes her premonition, saying that she knew something bad was gonna happen before it did. She turns to the group, saying that she knows it sounds crazy, but Flight 180 happened one year ago today, and her premonition was just like Alex Browning's. Burke looks moved, and Nora asks what she's talking about. In an odd bit of screenwriting, because we've already gone over this information before, (laughs) Eugene explains everything all over again. Kid has a dream, gets his friends off of a plane, plane explodes. But after a while, they start to die off one by one. He says, when your number's up, your number's up, right? And then Rory has, like, the funniest reaction ever. He, like, points his finger, like, word. (laughs) Like, it fucking kills me every time. He's like, that's the shit, yeah. That's what's up. But Eugene says that some people believe that death stalked those kids, hunted them down until they were all dead. He then lets out a sarcastic, evil laugh, startling Tim and Nora. He thinks it's all bullshit.
1: I understand that he thinks it's all bullshit and i gotta say although i don't agree with anything he's saying dude has some presence like oh, he can yeah. command a room
0: but i was like why aren't you the cold I-, yeah.
1: <laughs> I was confused because he's basically writing everything off as bullshit because she's like this happened and it's just like this yeah. other thing that happened uh-huh. even if you don't believe in the whole death is stalking you thing or you don't even believe in premonitions Alex did say that he had one and then the plane did explode. Yes. Kimberly did say she had one and then the pileup did happen.
0: But the only one who seems suspicious from jump is Eugene. Yeah. Which I thought was kind of weird and he kind of carries it on for a bit, but even honestly a little longer than necessary. It's (laughs)
1: it's just strange because even if you don't believe in all that superstition or whatever, (laughs) it's still, uh, or super, whatever he said, it's still, um, undeniably similar like yeah. these two things that happened yeah. are undeniably similar. and
2: for you not believing you sure do know a lot about it
0: that is yeah. true <laughs> like, like look i've done a like, lot of research yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> to make sure i didn't believe it.
0: yes and there is something that comes up later that may explain why he knows so much about yeah. it and i i i both love and hate that. it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm
1: right there because there's a lot to
0: like but there's some stuff that's like come the fuck yeah. <laughs> but we'll get to that after Eugene's little diatribe, Burke tells him that there was one survivor, Clear Rivers, who is currently at Stony Brook Institution. I do feel like this reveal would have been really cool later. Yeah. yeah. If, we, <laughs> if we didn't already know. Yeah. Like, remember her from the first one? Yeah. She's back <laughs> in bog form. It's like, well, don't tell us. I forgot the name, too. Clear? Yeah. Clear. yeah. It's so bad. <laughs> I, I, I will say that i did get savaged online for saying clear everybody was telling me her name is claire it is not no, claire. It's yeah. clear it is clear rivers yeah. it is fucking Look clean clean so, ass water yeah i
2: was gonna say, so, <laughs>
0: what the f- i <laughs> don't know but Subi listens in from the other room silencing an impatient evan kimberly says that if she didn't block traffic they'd all be dead rory posits that they all might be getting that different strokes curse you guys remember Different that, Strokes? Yeah, because yeah. that
1: makes sense. Yeah.
0: That, yeah. Go off? <laughs> you want to know something funny is that I looked up the Different Strokes, curse. I know the majority of it. Yeah. Right. But the first thing I saw in one of the articles was that one of the actors died at age 89. And I was like, I think that might be natural <laughs> causes, man. <laughs> but Nora calls bullshit and leaves with her son against Burke's protests. Mr. Corman then rushes in through the open door, embracing his daughter, glad that she's okay. The music swells as Subi excuses the others. And as the Cormans leave, Kimberly shoots a glance at Burke. I guess they're going to bang later or something. I don't know. Yeah, I was waiting I know, on that yeah. the whole movie. Yeah.
1: Um, it made me laugh because as soon as Kimberly's dad gets there, it's like, all right, you're free to go. Yeah. I'm like, were they waiting on yeah, I don't <laughs> him know. to sign them out? I mean, no it more questions? <laughs> and
0: wait, so did everybody else get interviewed then? I don't know. And why yeah, were it's... they interviewed? They didn't have any fucking <laughs> premonitions? <laughs> Dude, I don't know what's happening.
1: That's why there's a lot of stuff that like when I watched this when I was younger, I was like, well, yeah, they were almost... It's like, no, no. because all that shit that I saw, that yeah. didn't actually happen. No. So...
0: Like they were almost killed. Were almost yeah,
1: when you take a closer look, it's like that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> no. And I, I, thinking about it now,
2: um, you mentioned about the looks they give each other or whatever. Yeah. How old is I know she's driving and taking, but I mean, even 18, 19 year olds can do that. You're a cop, and how long have you been <laughs> in the forest? What,
0: what I, the fuck's happening? What are your credentials now? <laughs> <laughs> well, What's you, your badge I, mean, yeah, I, I, mean, I, I think she's supposed to be a college student. Because they are going to drink, but then again, high school students drink. Yeah. uh, You ever see that episode of Sunny where they got all the fake IDs? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, I don't know, dude. (laughs) But at the Corman's house sometime later, Kimberly sits with her dad at the dining room table. She asks him if her mom ever had any weird feelings about things. She's trying to find out if she's half psychic or something, I guess. Right. He... (laughs) He doesn't even answer. He goes, are you okay? Yeah, I was like,
1: that is not an answer. Not at all. And I thought that this was going to be set up to some kind of payoff about Kimberly's mom. No. Uh, It is not. No. (laughs) we never talk about it again.
0: Spoiler alert. Yeah. (laughs) But she says she's just scared for the others and has had a bad feeling that it is not over yet. All
2: right, let's bubble wrap you and sit you in front of the TV. Yeah, I mean, how protective
0: do we need that? (laughs) But we glide over a ton of debris and toys in the hallway of an apartment building where we see Evan arriving home carrying a ton of shit. He's just spinning that lotto money.
1: Yeah. I So
2: I get nothing happened or whatever yet, but I mean so you got saved from this lady that's spouting this crazy shit. Yeah. You go get questioned about it at the police station, and immediately it's off to the mall to go buy this computer <laughs> yeah. and whatever the fuck else I'm carrying.
0: He's like, dude, I got this money's not going to yeah.
2: spend it yeah, itself.
1: Yeah, <laughs> made me laugh because it feels like it's sometime later. Yeah. Because like you just said, we cut from the station to Kimberly's house. Mm-hmm. And so we have no idea how much time has gone by. This dude's out here, you know, throwing his money around, buying shit. And then later on, it's like blah, blah, blah. It's either... I'm sure we'll get to it, but they say that the crash happened either today or, or yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, this dude moved on fucking yeah, fast. fast.
0: I was I was looking at it and I, I did no- <laughs> <laughs> I did notice that Kimberly and her father were drinking coffee and so I was like, Well, normal people only drink coffee once a day, so maybe this Not is the next morning yeah, no. No. So I was like, This could be that this could be an hour after getting home from the station. Yeah. So I have no idea. That was a great, great question. But Evan's vision is obstructed by his brand new 2003 iMac, as well as a ton of other bags. Yeah. I was
1: like, we love the product placement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> How much they pay you for that, man? <laughs> but he trips over almost everything in the hallway, but he finally makes it into his apartment, setting everything down. He takes an errant pan full of spaghetti that's on his table and flings it out the window, and we see the pasta hit the pavement.
1: That pissed me off. Yeah, I... I, I... I don't understand why he did that.
0: He's like, I'm rich. I don't need fucking leftovers. I love- yeah. <laughs> I I, he,
1: he threw spaghetti out the window. And my note is, wow, what a piece of shit. <laughs> well, we all love spaghetti well, yeah, in this house. What like. the fuck? <laughs> I don't know.
0: But he puts the now empty pan on the stove, switching it on and turning on some music.
1: Empty-ish because there was still a noodle or two yeah. in there.
0: Well, he's a bachelor, man. He's and like-
1: I-, I, know, <laughs> I know that this is not mac daddy deaths style Uh as you know it is referred to in this franchise but if you leave pasta out it does develop a bacteria that will kill you (laughs) so he's already in danger dude so it would be worse if
0: he just ate the leftovers right it's like i don't feel well guys (laughs) (laughs) that's that their next meeting (laughs) But he takes his shirt off because I guess he likes to cook unencumbered. Right.
1: Well, he's got to show off that fucking sick nipple ring. How uh, else is he
0: going to do that? He got f- that with this money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is solid gold. No, I don't know. <laughs> but he snags some old takeout and frozen snacks from his fridge and sprays some oil into the pan, but it gets away from him a little bit. An odd wind blows into the room, whipping the flames of the gas stove.
1: It's here. Oh, yeah.
0: If we know one thing about death, it brings a lot of wind. (laughs) But when Evan turns his head, we see that there are plastic magnet letters that spell Hey, E on his fridge. The H falls off and into his takeout container, leaving a word that will come into play very shortly.
1: Yeah, I was like, okay, I see. Yeah, Yeah. see, I like
0: that. Yeah, Yeah, but
1: this is when I'm like, we're already so trained. Uh-huh. Because I'm like, that could happen, that yeah, could happen, yeah. that could happen. Like, you just see everywhere's a death trap.
0: You already said, what? Botulism, I think? No. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> <laughs> I'm honestly a big fan of the fake outs. Right. Because you really never know when it's coming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, these are pretty well orchestrated. Right. But he fries up some cheese sticks and pops the takeout container into the microwave. He pops on a brand new gold watch as he checks his answering machine and he has a couple of messages from women from his past who are trying to reconnect now that he's won the lottery. Right. No,
1: those women were super cash and fucking not transparent at all. Yeah, <laughs> it had I nothing to do. Uh,
0: I can't <laughs> believe that they were like, "So I heard what?" <laughs> <one."> yeah.
1: We <laughs> laughed because one of them was like, "Remember we met at that party last yeah. year?"
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, I've there's some money involved. Yeah. Please call me. <laughs>
1: Did you mention that when he's trying to fry the frozen, I guess, cheese sticks, whatever it is, he, like, splashes oil onto the fire? I said it yeah, got away from him a
0: little out. Yeah, because I was
1: like, oh. No, yeah. <laughs> like, very
0: that's, nervous. That's part one of the yeah. uh, worry.
1: <laughs> well, that oil got hot really
2: fast, and I would imagine... That a magnet. I don't know if you've ever accidentally put something metal in the microwave. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. it happens immediately. Uh, yeah, I would like to think that that magnet would set off some kind of reaction. No, that microwave that fast. was
1: like, well, we'll allow it for yeah, a little for bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you better take. Them yeah, out. they're
0: like, hold tight.
1: <laughs> you've got one
0: minute. <laughs> the H stood for hold tight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But he checks out a gold diamond ring that he bought but gets startled when the takeout starts shooting sparks in the microwave.
1: Finally. There you yeah. go. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Take forever. So he accidentally drops the ring right down the garbage disposal, immediately reaching in to retrieve it but getting stuck on his new watch.
1: I am triggered. Yes. The second a garbage disposal enters the chat, I'm like
2: yeah. I, yeah. I, I cannot. No, we're out. Why didn't he stop the microwave first? Because uh, the the gold, but it's not going anywhere. He's no. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well,
0: I think he's kind of dumb. He's like, I don't remember that meal being that spicy. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's hot. Yeah, fire. goddamn. <laughs> Better gird my loins for that shit. And then he reaches in. <laughs> but the music picks up as the microwave continues sparking and his cheese sticks catch fire, which might be the biggest tragedy of the film. Yeah. Yeah.
1: R. I. P. Cheese sticks.
0: Yeah, we all love cheese sticks here. But his smoke alarm goes off as he tries to whip the fire with a dish towel. What
1: the fuck? I don't I, know. I don't
0: know. Of course, he only knocks it to the floor, spreading the fire everywhere.
1: The whole time he's swatting at it, I'm like, stop,
0: stop. Yeah. <laughs> or let go of the ring. Yes. He's oh, stuck now. Always oh, watch. That's what's going yeah. on. I don't know. He <laughs> <laughs> like, doesn't seem like the brighter. Are, are you just yeah. holding out of <laughs> <the can? laughs> Your point being. <laughs> but he eventually gets loose, thankfully. And it was funny watching him try to soap up his arm. Yeah. <laughs> But he retrieves a fire extinguisher from under the sink, but it doesn't do shit. Nope. He goes to escape out the window, but both windows slam shut on their own. So he just smashes the window with a nearby chair and rushes down the fire escape. On his way down, his entire apartment explodes, sending debris out of the shattered windows. The ladder is stuck several feet above the ground, so he tries to bounce on it, using his body weight to knock it loose. So there's been like 15 things that I'm like, oh, no, that's going to be yes. it. Yeah. yeah. No, wait, that's going to be it. Yeah. And so there's just so many diversions.
1: For me, that's the best part of this whole sequence because yeah. you're sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's going to be this. Okay. No. No, it's definitely
0: going to be this. <laughs> no. Not so fast. But the ladder finally loosens and slides down, and he clumsily hits the alley, landing on his feet. He literally says, "Damn, I'm lucky." Yeah. <laughs> but then he immediately slips on the spaghetti that he threw out.
1: I knew that was a a, a bad move. Absolutely. Don't be fucking littering. Somebody could've been walking. He just blindly yeah. th- that, that that like pissed me off.
0: What's funny to me is that his sink is very close to that table as well. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but then he'd have to to. Well, I don't know. we the garbage <laughs> disposal. Who and wants to you do that? We're not doing that. I'm not yeah. touching the garbage <laughs> disposal.
0: <laughs> but he falls on his back into broken glass, the latter dislodging even more, stopping right above his eye. He starts to laugh it off, but then it falls further, impaling him through the eye, killing him. So he's dead, right? Yes. And yeah. So he's dead. Yes, he's dead.
1: Mark him off your.
2: Bingo. Why would Why would you stay there? As soon as it stopped, move, roll over, roll, roll out
0: yeah. of the way. Well, you should. I mean, he. Well, he laughed because he's like, "I'm the luckiest motherfucker."
1: Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the and the impact, the CGI. I don't think 100 yeah. percent holds up, but it's still very shocking. No, yeah. And then you're like, the fridge said, "I."
0: it did it remember did. guys yeah now i will push back a little bit on the cgi all right because well i guess you disagree. <laughs> <laughs> because it's it's a bit of composite work with cgi practical effects and like a ton of stuff mm-hmm. i think that the gore splattering it still it, it still got me
1: yeah no nobody's no, saying it didn't yeah
2: it yeah. did look cool but i mean i don't, I don't know this uh, spaghetti <laughs> come on. And I was like,
0: mom spaghetti. Yeah. But, uh, right. it's like, are we really doing yeah. that? <laughs> Fucking eight miles?
1: I wasn't even, oh, yeah. I was like, I forgot what I was even saying at this point. Um, Ari had come in when I was watching the scene, and I was like, look, like, uh, you know, I gave her a quick play by play about the first movie or whatever. And, mm-hmm. We're watching and he's swatting the fire with the towel. She was like, he deserves whatever happens. Yeah. <laughs> well,
0: that's so stupid. I don't. Well, there's been bad luck with towels in this franchise because the teacher in the first one.
2: Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That's so, right. I mean,
0: don't. I mean. So yeah. don't touch towels. Yeah, just period. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bad idea. I did want to call out the special effects because they said, at least on the practical side, mm-hmm. I thought it would make Tom Savini very proud because they used a condom hey. <laughs> and they filled it with ground beef, raw egg, <laughs> wow, blood packs, and olive oil.
2: All right. It sure. worked. Yeah. It
0: but we got to Burke at work on his computer researching Alex Browning. We see an archive photo of Carter Horton attached to an article about his death by Paris Sign at the end of the first film. He then finds a website where somehow someone has collected photos of all the dead Flight 180 survivors. I was
1: like is he on yeah. fucking rotten.com?
0: It's <laughs> no so horrible. I got annoyed in because the dark web. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is the first yeah. <laughs> Whenever they had a picture of Todd in the tub. Yeah. It was clearly a production still. Yeah. yeah. But it said nice shot of Todd before the coroner arrived. I'm like yeah. no it didn't. Shut the
1: fuck up. I uh was also distracted because as he's clicking through the article He's tapping on the mouse with his ring finger.
0: Who does that? Uh, literally I no don't. one.
2: <laughs> Someone who
0: got cast four days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I didn't know my character. <laughs> would use computers so weirdly. Right, I was but... trying to give him an arc. You <laughs> yeah. <know? laughs> He's a ring finger kind yeah. of guy. <laughs> sure. But at the bottom of the page, they're all listed with their photos and manner of death, like a morbid Wikipedia entry. Sycopedia, if you will. Ah. <laughs> Like okay. <laughs> we will <laughs> we'll allow it. But then we see another article. Falling Brick Takes Life of Flight 180 Survivor. Yes folks, Alex Browning, the first film's protagonist was killed off-screen between films. Wow. Yeah,
1: nobody can see me, but I am rolling my eyes. Yeah. And I think that if you were going to do this, which like fuck off for doing it, mm-hmm. but if you just had to do this, a brick?
0: Yeah. I like mean,
2: somebody threw it at him or like it fell off a building or a like falling
1: brick i think is what it said
0: in my mind death's wind dislodged yeah. it <laughs> <laughs> it just threw it at him yeah like, fuck
1: how fucking disappointing know. Know, that definitely. is incredibly disappointing
0: death fucking farted on yeah. <laughs> it we're known for our highbrow yeah <laughs> One thing I will say that kind of, I mean, these were the options that they had talked about right. on commentary. They said they obviously had the brick idea, mm-hmm. which I don't like, yeah. but the other ideas were a flesh eating bacteria. Okay.
1: Hey, don't leave the noodles.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I told y'all. And something with a ceiling fan. That, that's a direct quote. A sp- something. Points something. for being yeah. super
1: specific. Yes. Yeah. If he had to die, we could have at least had something at the beginning of this. Yeah. One. I just he was like he led us into battle. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like it's ju- it just kind of pisses me
0: off. And I'm sorry, this whole film, I'm like, wow, it's gonna be really cool when Kimberly, who has premonitions, meets up with Alex, who had a who premonition. Has yeah. Mad.
1: Or <laughs> I know that we got mad. <laughs>
0: <Okay>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> we got mad at the prospect of this in doctor sleep but what if alex was related to her mom somehow who did mom have premonitions and he's like stop fucking talking about your mom oh, yeah. we, we don't i don't know we don't talk about bruno we yeah. don't talk about kimberly's oh, yeah. mom i don't i don't it seems like that was a useless line now but that it could have led to something yeah and yeah. they just left it in i don't know it's cheesy but i would i would have believed it
0: I would have preferred it if we got to see Alex.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe at the beginning, let something happen to him. Yeah. Instead of dude explaining all that shit. It's like, we know what the movie is. Uh huh. You know what I mean? (laughs) That's true.
1: That would have been a way better opening. We watched
0: the first film. And you think
1: that this is going to be more of the same with Alex. Maybe he's like doing his thing and avoiding death. And then something horrible happens and then we're thrown off kilter. That is a Marion and situation. What exactly. That, and then it been could great. lead
2: into why she's asleep. She's listening to them talk about him. His death. Recently passed away. Yeah. That's why this is all brought up. Put
1: us in coach. Right. We yes. could have written this better. <laughs> you know,
0: honestly, you do a cold open almost like Drew Barrymore.
1: Yes. Okay, yeah.
0: And then have it, yeah, that's Damn perfect. Yeah. That would be perfect.
1: What a missed opportunity.
0: You want to hear the more ridiculous one that I just remember? Oh, fuck. They dropped the brick. <laughs> no, they said that in their original stages they dropped the (laughs) break well played they said that in the script when they were first planning it yeah the first idea for Final Destination 2 was that because Alex had cheated death so many times right he became a daredevil (laughs) Oh, my God. He's fucking Lance (laughs) Murdoch. He jumped the Springfield Gorge. (laughs) Fuck. Oh, my God. I'm Alex. (laughs) Welcome to Jackass. That
1: That movie would have been something completely different. I honestly
0: prefer the brick at that point.
1: (laughs) Give me a brick.
0: Thank you, brick. But they had, like we had talked about in the intro with the two conflicting stories. Yeah. Yeah. They said either it was a financial dispute but on commentary all they talked about was like they said no creatively we just figured it would be better to have either alex or clear return and once we realized it should have been clear we had no choice but to kill alex off why would it should have yeah. why yeah. Did it, i
1: don't that doesn't make any sense it makes to no me. sense
0: to me either i'm not saying i don't believe them but yeah. i don't know but this is when burke looks up the word premonition
1: I laughed out loud because <laughs> he's like, and what does premonition right. mean?
0: <laughs> it's like dictionary.com. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> But at Kat's apartment, she walks on the treadmill, smoking a cigarette and telling her mother on the phone to watch the story about the accident on the news.
1: We love to see
3: it.
0: Yeah.
2: (laughs) Like, what are you doing? uh, The only other time I've seen somebody smoking and doing some kind of exercise was on Old School. And I don't really (laughs) think this fits that kind of movie. So I don't know what the fuck was going on here.
0: She's a character. Yeah. (laughs) But we then see Nora and Tim watching the news from their couch at their house as well. Eugene watches the news from his house. Very badass looking house. It's got like fucking stairs and shit. Yeah, yeah. I was like, you're a high school teacher. That's very yeah. impressive. Yeah, <laughs> they don't pay teachers enough. As well. They do not. No. Trying to say, but the anchors, played by Jill Crop and Merritt Green, say that the pileup killed 18 people. Kimberly watches with her father when, on the news, they show footage that someone somehow captured of Burke saving her from the speeding 18 wheeler that crashed into her vehicle and killed her friends. <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> what? I'm dude they were like six shot before the yeah. corner arrived.
2: <laughs>
3: I'll,
2: uh, I'll I was I... just taking my drone out for a
0: fly yeah. like, what? in 2003 I was yeah. like yeah you remember it's 2003 yeah. right like dude cell phone cameras you couldn't tell a car from a person oh, like there no. would be no, no way that so no but her dad rushes to turn it off but she says to just leave it on at Rory's place he's having a party surrounded by women and snorting coke off the coffee table <sighs>
1: Yeah, no. When I have coke parties, I like definitely want to watch the news. Oh, yeah. yeah, like for sure. It's
0: like, look, we got to stay up to date. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: Plus, he's the only one doing it. They're just sitting there laughing. Well, they're like, "Roy's doing <laughs> this
3: coke again, man."
1: <laughs> and this is when I do have it in my notes that the news report does say that this happened
0: today. <laughs> well, fuck. Uh, what the fuck, <laughs> dude? Then this has been the busiest. Yeah, like,
1: that's absurd like nobody everybody recovered from this very I, quickly I guess. dude is throwing a fucking party he's like i already made these plans i committed to But them. look yeah. look I, I
2: get it he's probably like fuck I almost died uh-huh.
1: but i don't understand like what's what's
0: going on here rory doesn't break plans that's I one can- thing
1: <laughs> if you know one thing about rory he's- really two things he loves his cocaine yes, and he does not go. break plans
0: all right <laughs> but as they're watching the news he's like i was there dude yeah <laughs> it's like cool. Well. go back to starting coke <laughs> but everything goes sour when the anchor shares the news of evan's freak accident death the other survivors look on in confusion and horror the fact that this that death didn't even wait a day is really yeah. it
1: kills really getting to me and they're like and quote unquote other news yeah. it's like, no
0: it's not it's like, no we can't yeah this is very related
1: but wouldn't you, seeing that, know that you were fucked? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. even if I was, and I would have believed Kimberly because that's who I am as a person. Mm-hmm. But even if you didn't, that would scare the oh, shit no, yeah. out of me.
0: I If I'm Eugene, I'm starting to have some second thoughts. yeah, Right? right. Maybe oh, yeah. I shouldn't have been an asshole in the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that night, Nora interrupts Tim, who is reading Stephen King's Bag of Bones, to give him a sleeping pill. Yeah.
1: That book is so good.
0: Is it really? And so sad. I I think they made a made-for-TV movie with Pierce Brosnan in it and there's a very funny scene with him on the answering machine that you should really look up. Oh no! I saw it years ago on The Soup and the person leaving (laughs) the message is waiting for him to give his little quips in between for some reason. (laughs) I don't know how they timed it, but it's fucking hilarious. I have to
1: see this now.
0: It's so funny. And I thought that that book would have something to do with his death. I thought the the same thing
1: because I was like, oh, how are they going to tie? It's like, no. Yeah. (laughs) He's no. just like Stephen he's King. He's just yeah. reading a Stephen King book.
0: <laughs> But Nora tells him that tomorrow he'll be going to the dentist, which, yikes, on its own. Yeah. Before she leaves, though, he asks if she thinks the whole premonition and death following them thing is BS, and she says that it is.
1: But y'all saw the news. Yeah.
0: But I think she's trying to make her son feel better. He's like, look, I'm scared as fuck.
1: That, he's old enough. Yeah. <laughs> son.
0: We need to talk need about that. To- <laughs> <laughs> But she shuts off the lights and they say they're good nights. The funny thing that you mentioned his age is that in the original screenplay, he was supposed to be seven or eight. Oh, wow. That's that's maybe too much. Yeah,
1: <laughs>
0: I think they realized they were like, Ooh.
1: I'm glad they made him older,
0: especially for what we are about. Yeah. Yes. But thunder crackles outside of Kimberly's window as we zoom past a terrifying trapeze clown hanging in her room. Yeah. To find her tossing and turning in bed. I want closure on these fucking puppets. Yeah. Well,
1: you're not going to get it. Okay. <laughs> I'm
3: sorry.
0: On the shadows on her ceiling, we see the branches of a tree outside morph into two skeletal hands reaching out to her.
1: It made me think of Coraline.
0: I've never uh, seen Coraline. Uh,
1: it had Coraline yeah. vibes. But I was like, that's a lot.
0: <laughs> it is. I don't know that death <laughs> fucked with him like that. Yeah. No,
1: that's what. Okay. There's something. I'll wait to mention it because there's a scene that is pretty egregious because I'm like, this is not my death from yeah. the first <laughs> installment, but we'll get there.
0: I will say because I remember him showing up as a shadow. Yeah, right. Not like I'm gonna yeah. get you.
1: <laughs> like this is very. Funny. I, I
2: did like this, but it it's very. Bit- out of, yeah, it's very out of place. I think that's yeah. the thing yeah. is
0: I'm like having an argument with myself because yeah. it looks cool it as shit. Yeah. cool, but it's like, but what? It's like in us? this. I don't think it- I'm gonna get you.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: <It's> like, what? <laughs> what are you doing?
2: Yeah. I thought we were not supposed to know you were coming. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You're
3: warning me yeah. you now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> But after seeing those hands, she gives up on sleep, hopping onto her computer and reading an article about Clear Rivers. Another research scene. Yep.
1: Uh, we love a research yeah. scene. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, my thing was they really put all of Clear's business in this article.
0: They did. Yeah.
1: Like, I feel like I don't know that...
0: Journalistic integrity? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I like, this is not okay.
0: But she looks up the Stony Brook institution, getting the address as well as a plan.
1: From MapQuest.
0: Yeah. Do you, okay. guys,
1: do you guys remember MapQuest? <laughs> so shout out MapQuest. Yeah.
0: But the next morning we see her driving there as fog covers the grounds.
1: James Wan? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Are you here? I loved the atmosphere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then they quickly abandoned it. But I thought yeah. I thought they were going to spend more time outside.
1: I feel like we thought a lot of stuff about that. All right. yeah. <laughs> that didn't end up happening.
0: Fair point. I do dig the music in this section as well. Yeah. yeah. I appreciate what they're going for. But they immediately head inside where physician, played by Allison Matthews, says that at the patient's request, Kimberly is to relinquish any sharp objects, and she gives a long list as Kimberly gives up the applicable items and puts them in a basket.
1: She's like, your belt, your keys, your ugly necklace.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But she even checks Kimberly's nails to make sure that they're not wolfman status. (laughs) Yeah. Kimberly asks if Clear is dangerous, and physician says that she expects that Kimberly is.
1: I mean, she's smart. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: there is, okay, whatever you think about Clear in this upcoming thing, yeah. there is nothing wrong about any of the stuff she's doing. No. no. And for fucking Kimberly to be- Yeah, no, 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 be- yeah. no, we'll get there. Because okay. we'll, I'm, <laughs> I'm sure we have similar thoughts. Okay, fair enough. But they head down a long hall, past the cries and complaints of other patients, learning that Clear is actually in here voluntarily. We watch as the padded cell opens, and after looking over at a collection of newspapers and photos, all Pepe Silvia style, (laughs) (laughs) we see Clear Rivers, played by Allie Larder, standing in the corner.
1: I will say that I'm happy to see her again. Yes. Uh, Were y'all thrown off by the fact that they're letting Kimberly in a complete stranger, to see her with no supervision
0: right i Is think
1: that, isn't that weird i think
0: if she was here involuntarily it'd be different
1: i get that but isn't there like a visiting area
0: she doesn't want out of that yeah. cell
1: i don't know this felt weird
0: the visiting area has probably got like those coffee stirrers and shit and like <laughs> those sharp <laughs> vending <machines. laughs>
1: Those vending machines that bite you yeah dude
0: it's <laughs> are fucking death traps man <laughs> But she tells Kimberly not to come any closer and says that she heard that she was involved in the pileup on Route 23. Kimberly explains she had a vision and that she saved the others, and Clear guesses that she thinks death is after her now. Kimberly tells her about Evan's death and asks if the others are in danger now. Clear says that if she put them on the list, they're already dead. She tells Kimberly that the survivors of Flight 180 died in the order they were meant to die on the plane, and that is what she refers to as death's design, death's list. Right. After learning that Burke intervened and saved her from being struck by the speeding truck, Clear tells her that she'll be the last to go, but don't worry, after death kills all the others, it'll come back for her, too. Okay, cool, yeah, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. Kimberly says that that doesn't make sense because her friends died last in her premonition, but died first in real life.
1: I was like, thank
0: you. Because yes. I had
1: been quietly annoyed the entire time that Evan died first Yeah, mm-hmm. because we saw that it was him. And then it was them. Right. in yeah. Kimberly's van.
0: Yes. This throws clear for a loop and she realizes that death may be working backwards. Kimberly says in her premonition, it was Nora and Tim, Evan, then her and her friends. She asks why this is even happening to her. And Clear's like, Alex used to say that. It's like, well, did he used to say the too? Like,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> it's, it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> this
1: weird shit is happening to yeah. all of us. Yeah, I mean, I don't understand.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but Kimberly asks what she's supposed to do. And Clear says to watch for the signs. Anything creepy or ominous or ironic because death apparently loves that shit. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think that Claire was a lot nicer than I would have been. Yeah. Because Kimberly is our... I, what am I supposed... Okay. Yeah. First thing you're gonna do is take the bass out of your voice.
0: Yeah. You came here
1: asking for my yeah. help. Yeah. Like, she's disrespectful
0: as fuck. Oh, yeah. That's the thing, because right here, Kimberly is like, you have to help me. Claire's like, I don't gotta do shit. Yeah. I don't have to I'm do a cool, fucking yeah. thing. Claire tells her to just worry about herself, but Kimberly tells her that she has a responsibility. Uh-uh. No clear says that her friends are dead which honestly they weren't all her friends yeah, yeah. she says that
1: again <laughs> later and i'm like okay mm. i know that like we look back on things with rose-colored glasses yeah. but you like didn't even like most yeah.
0: of no you <laughs> met them like yeah. this week i think <laughs> but she shows a polaroid of alex's corpse which he keeps around for some reason i was like they what? let
1: her have that polaroid in yeah. here
0: just tacked up on the wall oh what the But she says that this is what happened to Alex when she was responsible for him. Then she just kicks Kimberly out of the cell. Kimberly calls her a selfish coward, too bitter to help anyone but herself. She says, in her opinion, Clear is already dead.
1: Okay, yeah, I'm dead, but you're here asking for my help. Yeah, (laughs) and I'm sorry. Oh, no, the opinion of someone I just met. Yeah, Yeah. this rude bitch that just (laughs) came into my cell literally do
0: not care i know at this moment <laughs>
1: we're supposed to be like yes kimberly yeah. like it's like no you're rude like, yeah, I'm
0: straight <laughs> up what on- a bitch <laughs> <laughs> straight up on clear's side yeah clear just waves goodbye to her as she leaves and it's very funny to me because again this is our protagonist kimberly flips clear off yeah which she sees on the CCTV before sitting on her bed. We're really
1: supposed to be on Kimberly's side, I think. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah, yeah, fuck you, Claire, the one that we cared
0: about in the first movie. Grow (laughs) up.
1: (laughs) We're already on Claire's side before she even is on screen. Yeah. 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 So it's like, nah, man, that's not how you, you don't step to the OG like that at at all. all.
0: Honestly, I would have been, I understand that we have to have something. Again, this, the screenwriting process is like baffling to me (laughs) because I'm trying to think, I'm like, well, they literally gave away that Clear was still alive in a yeah. very like thrown away manner. Yes. They don't give us Alex back to have somebody who's had premonitions get to talk to Kimberly about yeah. them.
1: Nope. It's flawed. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it is flawed. Fair enough. But in the next scene, we see Kimberly arriving home to find Burke waiting for her on her porch. Hold on. What? He's
1: not just waiting for her. He was looking through her fucking windows yeah. in her house.
0: Oh, he was casing the place.
1: Who does he's that? He's like, they just leave their shit out yeah. like there. It's like, oh, I'm coming back later. He's
0: got a side project going on. Being a cop doesn't pay all the bills, man. <laughs> <laughs> but he says that since Evan's death, he's been getting calls from all the other survivors and they're planning to meet tonight at his apartment.
1: Does that line up with what we know of the survivors so far? because uh, they were still calling bullshit. Yeah. For them to be like Detective Burke, we need to it's like I don't see that happening. I see Kimberly doing that. Yeah. yeah. Calling them to
0: tell them we to thought, yeah. that they're in danger. Yeah. Yeah, it's fair. It
1: doesn't gel with what we know of the people that are left.
0: Especially Eugene. Especially yeah. Eugene. But she asks if he believes all the death business, and he says that he didn't until last year when he was dispatched to clean up one of the Flight 180 survivors. Kimberly is like, clean up. I don't. Uh, yeah. Like, he,
1: they were dead. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't what, do dead. you want, like? Oh, I just wiped their ass. Yeah. It's like, no. Do you want to see the sick photo I took before the coroner right. Oh, that was you. <laughs> you son of a bitch.
0: He was just checking his own website. Yeah. He's like, yeah, people really. He's like, yeah, really, everything's in order. They really like that one. <laughs> That's a lot of hits. <laughs> his fucking WordPress or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> But then she notices in her reflection, a flock of pigeons swarming on her. So she shields herself dramatically as Burke just looks on like, what the fuck? It was really (laughs) funny. It's embarrassing. (laughs) She asks if he saw them, but he didn't see anything. She tells him it's a sign. And if clear is right about the order, Tim and Nora are going to be attacked by pigeons. If they don't find them, they will die back at the institution clear looks over a newspaper clipping growing more and more antsy before taking off her hospital bracelet and walking toward the door we see she was looking at a story about evan's death i assumed she was looking at alex's right i did
1: too because who the fuck gave her that That just happened yesterday. Did
0: they slide under the door?
1: I'm like, that's today's paper. And I'm sorry, but
0: I don't understand how she even gets this there. She's like, well, bring me anything about death. (laughs) I'm like, what? I just, I don't understand.
1: You don't understand because it doesn't make sense. Oh, okay.
0: (laughs) I don't think fucking Kimberly brought it with her yeah that would she wasn't have... allowed to bring anything that would have been a paper no. cut no yeah.
1: yeah and that would have made sense if she was like oh well look you know if you don't help this, this is, is on what your hand. yeah <laughs> but no <laughs> <That didn't
0: happen. laughs> she just ended up with it yeah but at the dentist's office tim looks into a fish tank in the waiting room before being called in by Jean, the receptionist played by Benita ha before going into the office, he tells Nora that if he gets put under with the gas, but wakes up with his pants unbuttoned, they're not paying.
1: I think he was up late watching Seinfeld. Last
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Nora's like, you're so full of beans today. <laughs> he just laughs it off, I'd be like, don't fight. And Gene he is like, Jesus, yeah. Christ. <laughs> we don't do that here, sir. But he heads into the office where Dr. Lee, played by Fred Henderson, greets him, asking him where he was yesterday. Tim says they got hung up by the accident on Route 23, and Lise tells him that he's lucky he's okay. Tim climbs into the chair, and Lee says Nora told him he's been having some pain lately. Tim disagrees. So this, again, would make a lot more sense if he was seven or eight. Yeah. I feel like if you're 15 years old, you can tell the dentist where you're hurting.
1: No! Yeah, no. (laughs) My mom's a liar, man. (laughs) It's like, what?
0: How old are you?
1: I love the prospect of them literally aging this kid almost 10 years and being like, no, nah, the dialogue's okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that Just, wasn't the problem. Yeah. Just keep it the same. <laughs> but there's a ton of construction going on outside the window, which I'm sure will not come up. Right. No, not at all. But back in the waiting room, we see that the fish tank has sprung a leak right next to an outlet. Back in the office, Lise is poking and prodding, asking if Nora knows that Tim smokes. He says that she does, but I call bullshit. I yeah.
1: in that moment you got to say yes and yeah. just
0: be like maybe he won't bring it up. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, please don't tell <laughs> her. <Yeah. laughs> so that so I mean that doesn't apply to a seven or eight year old. So I guess no uh, well they
1: added in they just didn't. Yeah. That. That's a, yeah. They're like what we
0: have is gold. We might win an Oscar. <laughs> but as they're getting into the exam, a pigeon slams right into the glass, cracking it. Lisa's like, how many times am I going to have to replace those goddamn windows? I'm like, you have a patient, dude. I know.
1: (laughs) I laughed because the pigeon just shook it off and kept it moving. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Yeah. The the pigeon handled it very well. I remember reading somewhere that that was an omen of death or something, but- I had never heard that in my life. Yeah. birds are sometimes dumb. Yeah, <laughs> shit just happens.
1: Your windows are just super clean. Dude. Yeah, there really. There's a window washer outside.
0: Exactly. Be proud of yours. Give him a raise. <laughs> but Leece goes to inject him for a filling, but right when the needle is about to go in, another pigeon smashes into the window. He then suggests the laughing gas instead, and Tim agrees to it. He's like, "This is fucking unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> you see that shit." <laughs> But he gets the gas started as he calls for the receptionist who can't hear him over the construction noises. Back in the waiting room, the water is spreading towards Nora and soaking the wall with the outlet. So it's, again, teasing us.
1: Yeah, I was like, oh, this is just the perfect storm of shit happening.
0: But, I mean, there's enough shit going on with Tim in the waiting room. Like, we think that she's just going to be electrocuted. Yeah. (laughs) Like, it's, (laughs) it's a lot, man. But back in the office, Lise is going to work with Tim's mouth held open and the gas mask on his nose. A tear falls down his cheek, which is a little dramatic.
1: (laughs) That's how I feel when I go to the dentist. Well, hell yeah, but I don't let the
0: dentist see.
1: That's just rude. Yeah.
0: But we then get a shot of Kimberly and Burke in his car. Kimberly getting off the phone saying that the cleaning lady has given her the address to the dentist's office where Tim and Nora are
1: um you're Why, fired i was like you gotta give it up to the cleaning lady giving away fucking personal information yeah. So, well, hell yeah i could tell you where they are yeah not only <laughs> oh they're at the dentist oh no the one downtown exactly yeah. <laughs>
0: dude this is this is literally the plot of a curb episode where the cleaning lady kept saying yes. <laughs> oh wow they said larry was at a u2 concert and everyone's like you went to see <laughs> U yeah. two?
3: it's like who the fuck told you <laughs>
0: But we hear glass smash in the waiting room, and Lisa's like, "God damn!" It. <laughs> Nora gets out of her seat, narrowly avoiding an electric <laughs> shock. I, I, I got the most unprofessional. <laughs> <Yeah>. office. <laughs> dude. Honestly, you mentioned it before, but this is Tim Watley' status. <laughs> honestly,
1: is there porn in the waiting <laughs> room? <Yeah. laughs> I think that's where they are.
0: But we then see that a pigeon has smashed through the window and they're trying to wrangle it when Lise walks in.
1: So at this point, I'm like, so are the birds friend or foe? Because she got up because the pigeon came in. So that saved her from right. being electrocuted.
0: Exactly. I, you know, I don't know. And sometimes they shit on us. So I don't. <laughs> <laughs> There's no But telling. that's good luck.
1: Yes. That is good I luck. I don't Explain understand. Explain that to yeah. me. Nothing's completely good or completely bad. Yeah. Okay. It's a mix of
0: both. Life is a uh, crapshoot, really well with if you're a bird it really is yeah. yeah. that's funny well thanks <laughs> <laughs> but the electric shocks short out the oxygen that tim is getting in the dentist office
1: now you got a lawsuit on your hands. Yeah.
0: <laughs> for some reason there's a mobile overhead and a little fish breaks off of it lands right in tim's mouth he is straight up dying
1: yeah the, and again <laughs> the mobile would make sense yeah. if he was a child. Yeah, yeah there's no reason for that to be. He's there. like, well, that's
0: meant to distract you, <laughs> 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 little boy.
2: <laughs> and that toy fish was like swimming in his mouth. I was like, yeah, what yeah, the, fuck? the fish was in on
0: it. Yeah, <laughs> 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 just waiting for his cue. But thematically, it would make sense if he were to die this way because he started the scene looking at the fish in yeah. The, yeah. the waiting room.
1: That's the thing is,
0: the if fish if that was stuck. Yeah, yes. nobody helped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It
1: yeah, was rude. Yeah, uh, I flashed on Finding Nemo because we yeah. were dentists <laughs> on this, but of course I felt like if any of these deaths were to come to fruition, they made sense. Yeah. Like they completed these little callbacks and stuff. Absolutely. But, you know, we're not done.
0: Yeah. Yes. But with Tim's vision going blurry, thankfully, Jean steps in, reaches out, and pulls out the obstruction. <laughs> <laughs> She has a very worried look on her face like, that could have been. Yeah. Well, he was <laughs> like, dying. he was yeah. literally dying. The doctor's like, well, pigeons are more important. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's unbelievable. But we cut to Tim and Nora leaving the dentist's office together, noticing Kimberly and Burke off in the distance. Fun fact, the dentist's office is like Ellis Medical Plaza. That's the director's name.
1: Uh, how funny.
0: But Kimberly sees Tim and Nora and she screams, The pigeons. But Nora doesn't understand. Tim, however, notices a flock of pigeons on the ground, and with a big smile on his face, rushes over to scatter them.
2: They caused that. You oh, idiot. Yeah. If you wouldn't have yelled for them to get your attention for him to see in that direction, yeah. they would never have seen them. They're this like is the
0: Kimberly's pigeons. fault. Kick, yeah. No. Yeah. the pigeons. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you want me to kick their asses? You got it, boss. You got
1: it. <laughs> But again, this behavior would be better suited for a eight child year old. Right. Yeah, because I was like, yeah. what the fuck are you doing? But
0: what we're about to see next, they could not do. No, <laughs> <at all. laughs> no. He sends the pigeons right into the face of a construction worker who hits a lever sending a thick sheet of glass crashing down, crushing Tim and contorting his body into a bloody mess on impact.
1: It's a lot. It yeah. is a lot.
0: And it looks, honestly, it looks great. It does. No, it looks cool. Still. He's
1: flattened.
0: Yes, and I know the reason why it still looks great is because it was all practical. Really? Yeah, That looks good. Yeah, there's no CGI. The only CGI here is they duplicated some of the birds so they would look like there was more. Yeah, <laughs> all right. Yeah, that was it.
1: I'll forgive that.
0: <laughs> they said that they had to do this twice because they built the dummy, but like his legs didn't work the first time. Yeah. And so they didn't collapse the right way and it ended up looking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see that take, They're though. like, add more gore yeah. and, uh, fix those fucking legs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, wow, a quick pivot. Nora sobs into the arms. <laughs> 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 of a random construction worker and I, I i wrote down in my notes but i totally 100% agree kimberly killed this boy
2: yeah, yeah. oh yeah <laughs> i mean the uh, yeah. <laughs> i get you meant good but maybe just get to them yeah don't like hey turn around look at like, yeah, you, no. you...
1: <laughs> and do they not have cell phones isn't nora on a cell phone later oh yeah uh
0: why all... didn't she call the mom this is all true
1: I'm just saying. And we didn't
0: see the phone ringing and she was like distracted by something or anything like that.
1: No, they were just like, oh, we'll just race there and scream at them when they come out of the
0: office. (laughs) It'll be fine. Lead them directly to their deaths. It'll It'll be be fine. Totally fine. (laughs) But the coroner takes what's left of Tim away and Burke can't convince Nora to go with them to their meeting, even though Kimberly tells her that she's next.
1: It's like, I don't fucking care right now, yeah. dude. No. I don't give a shit about whatever you're saying. Even if I did believe her, I don't care. Yeah. at all. And how did they get Tim into a body bag?
0: Uh, With the scoop. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, heard. I don't know. Uh, They did say on commentary that Nora's reaction and all this stuff was cut down because they said, and this makes no sense to me. Mm-hmm. They said that she was too good of an actress and it unsettled everyone how upset she got at her son's well,
1: s- You should be. Yeah. yeah.
0: I'm like, if there were ever a time, yeah. like, what uh, the they're fuck?
1: They're like, okay, don't be that upset. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck <laughs> right, are you talking this about? This is
0: Final Destination 2. Yeah. <laughs> right. Your your cousin's kid died. Maybe yeah. not yours. Yeah.
1: <laughs> too much
2: talent. Yeah.
0: Too like, much talent. you killed a bug yeah. this morning. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I want from you. But they arrive back at the Corman home, reality setting in on Kimberly that this shit is really happening. She hoped that she was wrong and that Evan's death was just a freak accident. But she's like, we're all going to die, aren't we?
1: I guess that, uh, I mean, what you just said about them wanting to tone down her grief or her reaction. They're not big on how traumatic. They just saw Tim get fucking crushed to death and basically liquefied by a glass pane and she's like man this shit like this is crazy i'm I'm just (laughs) like i would be if i didn't even know that person i would be inconsolable i'm just laughing because how do you witness something like that and you're just like man this shit's
0: wow i (laughs) i would never recover from that but they pull up to the house and she's like we're really in this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like, can you stop on the burger king on the way home yeah no? <laughs> i am really hungry yeah right <laughs> that whole whatever the fuck dentist detour yeah, thing no, now i need some ketchup and really? fries. Starving. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and they better be fucking salty because yeah. mm. oh sorry customarily i have to say fuck burger king because they're disgusting but
1: you're an idiot but continue <laughs> <on>. <laughs> he's so wrong
0: there goes our sponsorship that we never had
1: <laughs> they, they can pay me can I'll have- talk about- him yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> hey, can I have some of it?
0: <laughs> yeah. okay, You've I have made price? your bed. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> but Kimberly says that she's scared, and Burke tells her that she doesn't have it in her to quit. I'm like, you guys met yesterday. Yeah. You don't know what I quit all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is annoying. <laughs> but suddenly, Kimberly's sun visor falls down on its own, and we see a figure walk by in the vanity mirror. She turns to see Clear standing outside her window.
1: How did Claire find her house? I don't know. And secondly, did death... Pull the visor down that's and be like, "Look who's here! Yeah. <laughs> Check it out! Right, she's I helping. You some help, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I like, to defeat me. Yeah. I don't, I'm so confused. I don't understand.
0: I, I got you. Remember on More Human Than Human when he says that he turns the world around with a skeleton hand?
1: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you're just like, uh-huh, that's okay. the
0: sun visor. Thing. Yeah, okay. I, that's I don't know why I thought of that, but I'll accept it. There's literally, <laughs> <laughs> it's like well Rob Zombie said it, so it's fine. <laughs> but I really don't understand why Death is giving her that dramatic entrance. Like, yeah, I, I don't know if it was supposed to be a fake out. Like we thought that something else was supposed to be and then it turned yeah. out to be clear i don't know what they're going for here
1: it didn't make any sense
0: okay that, well that explains
1: it. <laughs> i feel like i'm saying that a lot yeah. fair point
0: but kimberly tells clear about tim and Clear's like i hope you're ready for this
1: it doesn't matter if she is or not
0: yeah you're gonna yeah. die like <laughs> shit's happening you just said you're in this bitch <laughs> <laughs> but they head to a mortuary where burke expresses doubts that whoever clear is going to introduce them to can help them at all
1: As soon as I saw the sign, I was like, Oh shit. I got very excited.
0: Me too. Clear says that who she's going to introduce them to probably knows more about death than he's even told her, and he probably already knows that they're coming. They head inside and down into a spooky basement where we see a shadow move across a wall, smoke billows out of a freezer, and a fire rages out of an incinerator. You got (laughs) you got both elements working. Clear peers through the smoke and a red light, which I thought looked pretty cool, and watches as a body is pushed out on a gurney. Out steps the man himself, Mr. Bloodworth, played by Tony Todd.
1: We love to fucking see it.
2: Heard you looking for Candyman, bitch. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Like, whoa, we came in the wrong... Yeah, sorry, 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 sorry. sorry. We didn't talk to a mirror. Well, maybe that was the mirror earlier. In the car, it's like, well, fucking... Yeah, it was Candyman. Yeah. (laughs) But Mr. Bloodworth greets clear by name and says that he has been expecting her. We see that it's Evan on the gurney and medically speaking, his eye is fucked up. Yeah. Yes.
1: <laughs> I love that he had the body ready for them and everything. Yeah. yeah. He's like, this is who y'all came
0: exactly. to talk about. And again, it's a rehash of Todd's course. Yeah. So I, again, I like this little interplay between the two movies. I think that that is at least somewhat successful for yeah. me. Yeah. But Claire says that she has a simple question for him and then she'll leave him alone with his new friend. Bloodworth leans over to Kimberly and says, dead, but still fresh. And he just chuckles.
1: He's a character. Yes. I don't understand why Claire is being so rude to him. I don't know either. Yeah, I-, I guess <laughs> I'm just on whoever's side that I like more. <laughs> I had thing, I'm like, man, fuck Kimberly. Now I'm like, Claire, what like, are you doing? You're being really rude for no. You came to him for help. And in the first film,
0: he did help you. Yeah. Yes.
1: That's what I don't understand.
0: In all fairness, he is a little more playful this time around. She's yeah. like, very
1: much so. <laughs> come
0: on. <Yeah>. Like, <laughs> shit's serious, Speed man. It stop up. fucking around. Yeah. <laughs> Clear is annoyed and says that if he knows how to stop death, he needs to tell them.
1: But didn't he tell y'all last time that you can't beat
0: death? Yeah. yeah it's was not the point. That was the entire scene. I thought. Yeah. <laughs> And he reiterates it again. He says, you can't cheat death. There are no escapes. Clear calls bullshit, saying that he told her that death has a design. She and Alex cheated death dozens of times. With a pair of pliers and in very close-up shots, Bloodworth cinches on Evan's nipple ring. Oh, I was like, just unscrew yeah. the <laughs> don't. And we thought that the thing with Todd's neck was bad in yeah, the first this film. Is, yeah, it's too much. He tells Clear that she's got fire in her and that people are most alive just before they die. A little uh, something there. (laughs) We'll talk. But he tears off the nipple ring and slides Evan into the incinerator. Now they spare us a close up of the nipple, which was polite, very polite of them. But I did hear on commentary that the dummy that they made of Evan was so heavy that two people had to carry it. And then when Tony Todd just slid it in with one hand, (laughs) (laughs) they were like, what the fuck?
1: He actually is Candyman. I think so. He's got
0: powers beyond, man. But he just whistles and goes to walk away. But Kimberly grabs his arm, asking for his help. He relents, telling them that only new life can defeat death.
1: You could have told us that last time, man. Yeah. You really could have. We
0: could have made a baby real quick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you remember the deleted scene? up.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but somehow this confuses Burke, even though it's very self-explanatory. <laughs> yes. It's like new life. I just <laughs> <laughs> don't. Yeah. Death? What the fuck? This is a little too. <laughs> this is over my pay grade. <laughs> but Bloodworth says that it's all about balance. For every death, there's a life. Every life, there's a death. But the introduction of a life that wasn't meant to be can invalidate death's list and force death to start all over. He says, you have to follow the signs, Kimberly. And she asks how he knows her name, but he just smiles and looks over to Claire like, she doesn't know the drill yet.
1: (laughs) I was like, he looks at her like, tell your friend. Yeah, Yeah.
0: You didn't really prepare them, did you?
1: (laughs) This is an interesting little addition, I thought.
0: Like a nice little wrinkle. Yeah, mm-hmm. but
1: again, you could have you could have told us that last year. Yeah. Like that's fucked up.
0: It's funny to me because as they're heading in, Clear's like, "I think he knows more than he even told me in the first film, yeah. basically," <laughs> <laughs> which made me laugh. And then it turns out he did know you more. You know
1: what? He does.
0: But we cut to a gas station where Burke is filling up, and Clear hovers her hand over the emergency shut off button. I actually love that a lot. Yeah, because you got like little small moments of her paranoia. Yeah. She's
1: on ready. Yeah, like, constantly. Anything. Yeah.
0: But Burke shit talks Bloodworth and Kimberly says that he freaked her out.
1: This was very frustrating to yeah. me. Yeah. He knew your name. Uh-huh. That alone would make me listen to whatever he had to say. Oh yeah. Um, the fact that he's talking about seeing signs when Kimberly, you have seen signs. Yeah. And Burke, you saw Kimberly see signs. Yes. Mm-hmm. What are you not getting? Like what he said made sense. what's to talk shit
0: they're just like willfully it's annoying yeah and it's funny to me because burke is at least positing he's like you know the the new life death whatever yeah yeah. and Kimberly's like he made me feel bad (laughs) you're offering nothing to this discussion (laughs) but clear watches as a couple of skater kids walk by skate rat played by lauren stewart (laughs) lights up a smoke by the gas pumps Clear smacks him on the back of the head, asking him what the fuck he's thinking. He says he's thinking she should suck on his junk. And I believe he calls, it's 2003, he calls her a biatch. Yeah, Yeah. I was
3: like,
1: hold on. You gotta say the The whole thing. The early 2000s were fucking wild.
0: (laughs) Good lord. But they walk away, the skate rat and his flunkies or whatever. (laughs) But the world warps around Kimberly, who has a vision of a van driving into a lake. Clear begins to notice all the dangers around them. Cars swerving to miss each other. Some guy high up on a ladder. Some Butterfingers motherfucker dropping a propane tank.
1: I laughed out loud. <laughs> that was so yeah. over the top. Well, I was like, what the so, Yeah, Hank Hill would fucking oh, never. Yeah. <laughs> it's like
0: feet down everyone's dead. <laughs> I was like, that's too too much. At least the car has had some stakes (laughs) to it. Oh, whoops. (laughs) That's hilarious. Is it fine? Yeah, it's fine. (laughs) But Kimberly is just sat against their car, choking on seemingly nothing before finally telling them what she saw. She was driving a white van, lost control, crashed into a lake and drowned. Burke remembers Isabella, the pregnant woman in a white delivery van on the on-ramp. Clear repeats Bloodworth's words, only new life can defeat death. In a little bit of a bad ADR, Clear says if she... (laughs) <laughs> if she gives birth to a baby who would have died in that accident it would fix everything it's like i think they forgot to yeah like shit we need to explain that a little bit more yeah,
1: people I, are still
0: confused <laughs> they're burke yeah. yeah
1: well yeah it made me laugh because she says that she has this vision and burke's like you were there where have you been this whole fucking time
0: dude Do you Every not remember?
1: she experienced it
0: <laughs> she disappears when she has it yes, exactly <laughs> she went through a portal <laughs> But Kimberly says that they have to find Isabella so she can stay away from that lake. Clear asks how they can find her, and Burke reminds her that he's a cop. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. It,
1: it was funny because they were like, uh, we need to, ha- they said something like, we need to keep her alive long enough so she can have the baby. Uh-huh. And it's, the implication is just like, oh, after that, like, who gives yeah. a fuck? Yeah, long <laughs> you as as can, as
0: can die after here, that. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I like, I,
1: these people are great. They're great.
0: <laughs> these are our protagonists, guys. Yeah. But in the next scene, they review footage from Burke's cruiser and find the license plate on Isabella's van.
2: But hold on, because they're watching that video and it zooms in on its own. The so computer Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you did not fucking do that. No. The video was playing on its own and I
0: was, I was like, come on, dude. Again, it is 2003.
3: <laughs> I don't know what
0: tech you had, but fuck. But he finds the record and puts out an APB on the van. But we also get a very strange photo of Isabella on his computer.
1: I was like, is that her license photo? It was yeah. horrible. I
0: guess so. They had said on commentary that Justina Machado found them after the premiere and she was like, what the fuck was that? I would, be, yeah. I, would be <laughs> I would be very pissed too. Like, come on, dude. How many pictures do you have yeah. of me? No
1: dignity. Like, that's, I'd be pissed off. It's
0: bad. Like, she's looking up, her mouth's open, she looks yeah. confused. Her hair's all crazy. Yeah. It's bad. It's very, very rude. But I did assume that it was a license, but I don't understand because it, it's not an arrest record. It's I don't, I don't, I don't you know. know what else it would yeah. be. But afterwards, they head to the meeting at the apartment building. Rory is already there snorting Coke off his hand.
1: I was like, we get it. Yeah. You he in- loves <laughs> cocaine. Yes. I get it.
0: It's the real thing. <laughs> oh my God. You love Coke. <laughs> but he rushes to make the elevator as the doors close, getting his shoe caught in the process. Man in elevator played by Darcy Laurie does nothing to help, but he says that he wrote to management a few weeks ago about the elevator and Rory holds his shoe up to the man's face asking if there's dog shit on it. The man pulls away.
1: I, what? I don't know. What a cool guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, right, guys?
0: <laughs> I mean, he
1: really fucking showed him.
0: Who, the elevator man? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he could have held the door. I'm not on Rory's side. I'm just the saying. The
1: door doesn't work. I mean, I, I understand. Yeah, but, but like,
0: I well, will say that if you know that it doesn't work, you should probably hold it for yeah. someone.
1: No, he couldn't. That's the thing. It closed on his shoe. Like, it was all fucked up. That's what that's what I thought. Oh,
0: yeah. wait. Okay. I'm starting to understand You want now. me to stick
1: my hand in there so I can do that to my hand?
0: Not the door's particularly. The
1: That's what I'm saying.
0: Well, then why, are, why aren't we taking the stairs, man? Yeah. I don't know. And then
1: when he, like, I know he hasn't left yet, but when he does, he walks out all smug like it fucking showed him. Yeah. I'm I, like, yeah. I just do. Stop.
0: I don't, stop I don't get it. that. And
1: we're supposed to be like, <laughs> oh, roaring? Won't I, he do it? <laughs> <laughs> what won't he do?
0: But he then tells the man that he has something on his face and licks his finger, offering to get it off for him. Man... I weren't mean, you just
2: holding your shoe man yeah that's nasty well it could have been the other hand what makes that's you nasty. think i'm gonna let you lick your thumb and clean my face dude
0: look if we can't help out strangers who the fuck yeah. are you
2: <laughs> <laughs> well not after the shoe he had the shoe in his hand He's like, yeah that looked like now go sanitize your hands <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>, go-
0: <laughs> Say so there's some germics on on yeah, like- <laughs> but we do see the man get off on his floor and rory's like what yeah very sitcom I did hear in commentary this whole thing was improv, which makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And they're
1: like, that's it. Leave it.
0: (laughs) Keep it in. They said that it was (laughs) almost cut, but they're like, no. I guess they fought for this. We
1: need more of Rory's antics.
0: I guess. (laughs) Rory tested very well. Oh, my God. But in his apartment, Burke checks in on the van situation, but it turns out they've got nothing so far. The rest of the survivors are here. Even Nora, who gets a volume from Kat. After she pops it, she says if everything that they're saying is true, then she's next. Eugene, once again, says that the whole thing is crazy. Then why did you show up? I don't yeah, know.
1: Yeah, why are you here, dude? Because uh, he's, like, super negative. He is. You're <laughs> he don't bringing that down energy. the vibe.
0: Yeah. He's like, well, everyone else is going to be there. I think. <laughs> that cat, cat was kind of cute, I thought. maybe. i, I, mean, slide, I don't
1: know. slide by.
0: <laughs> but Claire says the point of this whole thing is that nobody has to be next. Kat says that this can't be happening because her life is going great right now. Rory tells her maybe if she shuts the fuck up, she'll live. I'm like, man, you're really yeah. endearing yeah, no. Rory.
1: <laughs> Rory's great. Oh, yeah. yeah. Again, I don't see the correlation between her shutting the fuck up and living yeah. at all, but okay.
0: not Well, maybe he's saying listen to what Claire has to say, but in a very rude way. Yeah. So he's
1: like, is there dog shit on my shoe, Kat? He's <laughs> like, is that the only bit you have?
0: <laughs> we saw you in the elevator. <laughs> But Kimberly interrupts the argument, telling them to be aware of the signs. For example, if she calls them and says, Subway, don't eat a footlong. (laughs) (laughs) No, she says, (laughs) get to a high rise somewhere that a Subway couldn't go.
1: You can't call me and speak in a complete sentence.
0: (laughs) It's got to be quick codes, man. Subway. It's It's like, like, eat fresh. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) it's delicious. You already had lunch. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I'm fine. Do
1: you want me to meet you for lunch?
0: (laughs) And again, I uh, this is like very nitpicky, but I thought the subway was the tunnel itself, not the car. I don't
1: know. Well, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it was a subway train or car, right? Yeah. I don't know, man. But she's
0: like, somewhere a subway couldn't go. I'm like, subway's not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but she passes out burner phones to all of them. And Clear says that even though Kimberly shines or whatever she's got going on, <laughs> it doesn't mean that they're incapable of noticing signs themselves. But Eugene, again, well, he just got handed a phone and he calls bullshit immediately. <laughs> <laughs> and when Clear snaps back at him, he says there's nobody after them but her trying to make everyone crazy. He grabs his jacket and we watch as a billiard ball keychain breaks off from one of his keys, rolling into a mouse trap, hitting a wire that sends a hanging kayak sailing towards Clear, who jumps out of the way as it smashes into a window.
1: Uh... Why does Burke live in a sporting goods store? Yeah, <laughs> and I don't know. <laughs> this is what I want my final destination death. I want the dominoes. Yeah, the what is it? The Rube Goldberg absolutely made that fall. Made yeah. the, I don't want him slamming windows shut when I'm trying to leave. No, really. I want <laughs> crazy shit to happen like this. No,
0: that's fair. It makes me laugh because death's like okay so he's gonna kick a bunch of pigeons in the ass yeah. right? <laughs> and then and then what death we smash him
1: but but you don't know that yeah. construction worker his biggest fear is pigeons right, yeah. right. so we're, we're priming him
0: <laughs> and i say that with love because i do love a lot of these death sequences but i also loved the like domino effect like you're saying that's yeah.
1: that's what i came here for that's yeah. my right. favorite and i do like you said i do appreciate the the deaths, almost all of them, and I am ribbing this, but I do speak from a place of love and nostalgia. Absolutely. But there's <laughs> just some ridiculous shit. <laughs> <There> <laughs> is. I can't help it.
0: That as an adult, you can't really ignore. No, you can't no. excuse it. I laughed out loud, though, because after the kayak smashes through the window and it crashes, Clear's like, I should have seen that coming. Yeah. <laughs>
1: How? <laughs> <laughs> Give yourself a break, Clear. Yeah, this one's not your fault. Yeah.
0: <laughs> But Eugene says that if death is out to get her, she should get the hell away from them.
1: Yeah, like we really should have done this over Zoom. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah,
0: honestly. (laughs) Kimberly says that Clear is the only one who's dealt with all this before. Clear says they need to look out for each other and sleep in shifts, as well as safe proof this death trap that is Burke's apartment. This
1: death (laughs) trap is my home. (laughs) God damn it.
0: (laughs) We cut to the side of the road, where Deputy Steve Adams, played by Aaron Douglas, has located the van, approaching it and telling Isabella to step out because it's been reported stolen. Back at Burke's apartment, the crew is making everything safer, but Kat, annoyed at her own failing with a bit of duct tape, wants to go take a smoke break. Burke tells her that it isn't wise, but she jokes that Nora has to bite it before her anyhow, so I mean...
1: Yeah, that's fucked
0: up. It is. <laughs> She's like, no one's got a sense of humor. I was yeah. like, well, that joke well, that really yeah. wasn't funny. No. But okay. Nora's been through a lot. Yeah,
1: no shit. <laughs> and today, right? Yeah. Oh shit! It's like, yeah. Come on, this
0: is all moving very quickly. That is true. This is over the span of like two days, I think. But Nora grabs her purse and tells Kimberly that four years ago she lost her husband. Now that Tim is dead too, there's nothing left for her. She says, if it's her time to go, she can accept that. Kimberly tells her that they can fight this and says that if they wait long enough for Isabella to have her baby, Benora interrupts her, walking past her, saying that she has a funeral to plan. Eugene snags his jacket, saying that he controls his life, not death's list. Clear says that she'll be sure to carve that into his tombstone. (laughs) (laughs) Burke tells him to be careful and asks him to give Nora her burner phone that she left behind. Rory goes to put something in the closet, but realizes it's full of all kinds of sharp objects. He hangs it quickly, causing everything to fall down on him.
1: Why did he do it like yeah, that?
0: I, well, what other way could you, I mean...
1: Just set it down on the floor and close the door.
0: So you got this, bird this is your I, place, this right? Yeah. This is fucking crazy. <laughs> but he falls to the floor screaming, and the only thing that actually gets wounded is his pride. <laughs> but Eugene and Nora get onto the elevator with Man with Hooks, played by John R. Taylor. Living up to his name, he is holding a crate (laughs) (laughs) of prosthetics, some with hooks. But back in the apartment, the light in the closet catches a trophy with a bunch of hangers, casting a shadow on the floor that Rory notices. It's a sign. A man with hooks. Yeah. Oh,
1: I thought someone was going to get killed by Doc Ock. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, Spider Man 2 is coming yeah. out soon. I, told That's you. Whole thing. I thought this looked really cool. It did. It does look very cool. They said that it took forever to get it right because right. it's practical. Yeah. And I think that they did a good job. They did. It looks really cool, but I feel it's a little misleading.
1: Well, I mean... I I liked that it didn't look like exactly what was happening because we just fucking saw that. yeah. But my thing is they're like, what is that? Like a (laughs) man with hooks?
0: And then we credit the guy as man with (laughs) hooks. (laughs) Could have been Slender Man. I don't know. It kind of looked like him a little bit. But he tells the others what he sees and they rush to their phones to warn Eugene and Nora. Clear rushes to the elevator, hitting the call button, but giving up and taking the stairs. On the elevator... Man with hooks leans in to smell Nora's hair loudly. What the fuck? Like, just outright with his being a a creep. It's
1: disgusting. I was like, death can move over, because I'm afraid of this dude. (laughs)
0: Yeah, well, he was creepy from jump. Right. Yeah. He, honestly, I had to look it up on IMDb because I thought he was the mortician who did up Frank on Sonny. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, is this his the same guy? Yeah. No, he's not. <laughs> There's just two dudes that are really good at playing creepy. But Eugene clears his throat, which gets the dude to back off.
2: I know they don't really know each other but I feel like a little more than <clears> that. Yeah, she deserved more. Been, than that. Yeah, would have been in order. You know, she just lost her son. Yeah, yeah she's, leave her the she's fuck a mom. alone. She's, you know what I mean during the same she's in the same boat as you even if you don't believe it you're both being told this shit huh i feel like there should be some kind of bond there
0: absolutely intentions are already running high yeah i'd be like back the fuck up. oh yeah. No, yeah like it would not have just been like Ahem, sir yeah it, it wasn't even <laughs>
1: like he Oh, well, maybe he was just leaning over to tie his shoe or something no like, you yeah. were clearly fucking leaning over to sniff this lady oh absolutely hair. that yeah. was it
0: well, maybe that was the bit of Woody Allen that was left over. So <laughs> I believe you're smelling her your hair. <laughs> but <laughs> Nora's phone rings and she drops it, crouching down to answer it. It's Burke and he tells her that a man with hooks is going to kill her. She drops the phone again, standing up, but her ponytail gets caught in one of the hooks. Eugene tries to help her, but she is flailing wildly and freaking out.
1: All of this would have been so much easier if great value Peter Boyle hadn't been <laughs> so, <laughs> so goddamn creepy. Yeah, yeah, honestly. The thing catches her hair. It could be like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, let me help. Or no, you had to be fucking like a pervert on top of it.
0: If he would have just been transporting those prosthetics yes. yeah. that he made or whatever. Yeah, the yeah. hooks are
1: not inherently, no. you know, Evidence of you being a fucking creep. Right. you smelling
0: this lady's hair. Now yeah. you're a fucking yeah.
1: creep.
2: And I get it, but I mean, she, if she would have just calmed down a little bit, one dude was
0: like, "Hey, hold on." Yeah, but yeah. in all fairness, it it, it really sucks because <laughs> she just heard a man with hooks. Yeah, is gonna, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna kill you, and so she's on edge, and then well, why she throw her phone down again? I, yeah, I that's no. a great question too. <laughs> but the elevator door opens, and she stumbles out. The doors slam shut on her head and we watch as the elevator rises to the next floor, bringing Nora with it. So that's the setup. Yeah. Yeah. With Rory and his shit shoe. Yeah.
1: We knew that was going to come back into play yeah. for mm-hmm. sure.
0: And again, like I said at the intro, the mundane shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dentist office, elevator. Yeah. Traffic. Yeah. Shit
1: that you can't go avoid. Go through every day. Right. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, I mean, I guess you could take the stairs, but. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Who wants to take stairs, yeah. right? i lazy as hell. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But Kat returns from her smoke break and meets clear at the elevator where Nora is kicking and screaming. I'm laughing because I literally take the escalator instead of stairs or anything. I really (laughs) I got to be more active, man. (laughs) (laughs) But they rush to help her. But the elevator continues rising despite the resistance, blood pouring out of Nora's mouth. She says that she doesn't want to die, but we watch as she is decapitated, clear and cat falling back with her headless body and the man with hooks screaming madly as Eugene cowers in the corner at the sight of Nora's severed head.
1: It's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And it happens very fast. It oh, yeah. does.
0: And again, I feel like this is a very effective sequence. Uh, yeah. it, the kill looks really good. I do like that.
1: It's also really sad because... Like she had said that she was ready to die. Right. And then at the moment she's like, I don't, I don't want to. Like it's, it's sad for a movie that does not do great. Right fleshing out these characters <laughs> it was a it was a sad moment
0: i agree and i feel like it was more human than a lot of the stuff we've seen in this film i would yeah. say any
1: of the stuff <laughs> <we've seen>. <laughs> <laughs> that is
0: <laughs> that is one thing that the first film did really well was they tackled grief yeah, yeah. they did like very this, very it's well it's like
1: okay fucking move on we yeah. gotta like it, it, doesn't, it i think maybe that's what i'm missing because i feel like the first movie did do a good job of right that. right mm-hmm.
0: But back in the apartment, Burke gets a call telling him that Isabella is being held at the Greenwood Lake Sheriff Station. Eugene busts in, feverishly telling the group that he controls his life. He snatches Burke's gun and tells everyone to back up.
1: <laughs> it tripped me out because when Clear left the room, uh-huh. they were freaking out, trying to warn Nora because they just saw a... Not a premonition, but a a sign of something that was going to happen to her. So that is where it was left. Yes. Cut to Eugene coming in with blood on him, Mm -hmm. traumatized and screaming. And they're like, whoa, man, what's going on? (laughs) Calm
0: down, (laughs) man.
1: You knew the stakes, you knew the situation, Uh and now he's back. I'd be like, oh my God. Nora's fucking dead. Absolutely. They're just like, whoa, what the
0: fuck? Calm down. Yeah, They're like, what happened?
1: (laughs) This this made no sense to me.
0: But he refuses to give Burke his gun back, putting it to his head instead. He says he's going to go out on his terms and pulls the trigger, but it clicks. He pulls it five more times and they all click. He falls to the floor, and Kimberly looks disappointed at yeah. Burke. She's like, you don't keep it loaded? She's <laughs> yeah. so
1: like, like, fucking pussy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> don't you realize that weird things are afoot? Like, Jesus Christ. But he opens the chamber, and we see that it is loaded, but it was loaded with six duds.
1: The implication here that as long as the person before you doesn't die, yeah. you can live forever.
0: It's pretty neat. Yeah. Like...
1: That's petty as fuck. Like, ah, it's not your yeah. turn. Yeah, I'm, I just—it's so. Does nobody in the world die? Yeah. And so then, oh, so yeah, so so does not make any there. sense? Really? How many
0: lists does he have? I, <laughs> I think that's where I'm confused. He's busy as hell. <laughs> fucking spreadsheets or what? Yeah. <laughs> How does he do it? But clear and Kat walk in also covered in blood. Clear says that it wasn't Eugene's turn to die, which is why the gun didn't work. Cat shaken. Asked if they could please find the pregnant woman now, please. (laughs) (laughs) That delivery made me laugh very hard. But in the next scene, the group is on the road together in Kat's vehicle. Rory finds it unsafe for all of them to be in the same vehicle, which kind of. Yeah. I mean, I don't disagree. But Burke says not to panic because Isabella is safe. She can't drive into a lake if she's in protective custody.
1: So again, the implication. Uh Uh-huh. You can only die the new way that death has determined that you're going to die because something could still happen to her at the police station. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're like, no, there's no lakes. It's like, I don't know. (laughs) He changes shit. Yeah. Yeah. Death did not like give y'all a list of rules. Like, I don't know why they're so.
0: You know what I would say is like, hey, remember when you were all supposed to die in a car crash? Yes. (laughs) No, exactly. (laughs) Shit changes. Yeah. But in her holding cell, Isabella tries to level with Deputy Adams. She's not really in the condition to commit Grand Theft Auto. Adams tells her that they should have it all sorted out by Monday morning, and Isabella is pissed. She says that when she gets out of here, she's going to sue her husband, which I don't understand. I don't either,
1: but what kind of shit is her she's like marcus yeah what yeah. kind of shit is marcus up to that she's like oh yeah no he stole this man. yeah that's the first thing he- <laughs> if somebody told me that i'd be like i wouldn't be like john paul did it i'd be like there's a mistake exactly yeah. there's some kind of error and- i know but
0: <laughs> <laughs> but just then isabella's water breaks adam says that she can't do this to him which is hilarious yeah it is she says that she's not going to have her baby in a jail cell. So he frantically calls into Sheriff Perry for a vehicle. And when he doesn't answer, Isabella says that they can just take her van.
1: So the state, he was like, I need the car. This police station only has one car. Yeah. I mean... How did you get to work, man? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, you could. Well, he's like, yeah. I don't
0: want that happening <laughs> in my car. I mean, get it detailed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he agrees to take her van and they're off.
2: My only problem with this is like, aren't you supposed to take stress tests and you're supposed to pass all this? To become like police officers and and uh,
1: you're, I think you're supposed to. I mean,
2: hey,
0: well, let's not get into training. <laughs> well, I don't. And, mean, I
2: don't mean like that. I mean like this woman is having a child. Uh huh. You immediately turn into an eight year old and you're like, I don't know what I'm doing. You're a police officer. You okay? Let's get Let's get you out of there. I don't care whose car we take. Let's, yeah. Let's get you to a, a hospital.
0: Ideally, I, yeah, yeah. yeah. One would hope. I don't think Deputy Adams is fit for service.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> Let's I was put that like, way. "What are you doing? <laughs> this is an eye-opening
0: experience." <laughs> yeah, we're gonna need uh, internal investigations on this. <laughs> but back in Cat's SUV, Eugene tells the group that this isn't the first time he cheated death. A kid came to school with a knife and killed his teacher, and it would have been him, but he was transferred to another school a couple days before. Burke immediately goes to one-up him, saying that he got a call last year about a train wreck, and his partner let him handle it alone. His partner died that night in a shootout. Kat then remembers last May, when she was supposed to go to a bed and breakfast, but didn't, and there was a gas leak that killed every guest. But the reason she didn't make it is because she was on a bus that ran over some girl
1: i was annoyed at how casual she was about it and how it was like splattered some girl all over the road so i couldn't go to my bed and breakfast like bitch what is wrong with you
0: well she heard they had the best bacon and shit
1: (laughs) i
3: don't
0: know
1: (laughs) you were on a bus that murdered someone i feel like i would not be that casual about it
0: well i mean yeah you're right yeah (laughs) But this is when Clear pipes up, asking if that happened in Mount Abraham. And as it turns out, the bus she was on killed Terry Chaney in the first film. Oh, no. She's like the girl yeah. was arguing with some
1: guy named Carter. Or something. Yeah, I don't know. We could oddly hear a lot from the bus. I don't know how. <laughs> the acoustics are great.
0: <laughs> but Rory then asks if they remember the theater in Paris that collapsed last year and killed everyone inside. He had tickets, but while he was in Paris, he was just walking around tripping on acid and just so happened to see Carter get killed by the falling sign. Of course he did.
1: (laughs) Yeah. He said he was tripping on acid and went to go get a latte. Uh, Uh, Okay. Great um, (laughs) great (laughs) pairing. Yeah. Wouldn't you have had Kat be the one in Paris?
0: I would think so because he's very successful. I I
1: don't think Rory is going to a theater in Paris. Oh, yeah. Uh, I yeah, don't yeah. see
0: that happening. So, I was going to see Moulin rules. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, what? No, you were. If you're high, how do you remember any of that? I don't know.
1: It doesn't. It, I would uh, think I
0: imagine he's on acid. <laughs> <man>. Yeah,
1: that <laughs> doesn't make any fucking sense. Acid
0: sometimes alters. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it
1: just felt like they were going down the line and pairing people up, and yeah. then Rory was left, and oh shit, but that happened in Paris. Oh, he was going to the theater. It's like, no, he was not.
0: Maybe he's more successful than he's letting on (laughs) now.
1: Okay.
3: He does
0: have a lot of cocaine. I heard 80s 80s businessmen they also used. You know Patrick Bateman. But but this is when Eugene realizes that the teacher he replaced was Val Luton, the teacher who got off the plane in the first film. Burke then says that the call about the train wreck was the night. (laughs) See, you said cat was insensitive. Uh. We're talking clear as in the car. (laughs) She's already said they were her friends. But Burke says this is the night that he, quote, scraped up Billy Hitchcock. I feel like
1: you could have used a better term. Anything.
0: Anything. And also I this kind of bothered me a little bit because didn't he say earlier to Kimberly that he had to clean up a flight 180 yeah. vector and now he's just like oh fuck yeah there was that time that I you it was already you in already your brain. knew yeah. yeah you already knew He's the only one he should have honestly been the last one to tell a story because he could say guys that was Billy Hitchcock you know someone yeah. who <laughs> no, also died The
1: fact all these connections i found them very cool yes the way that they are verbalizing and all figuring it out was not okay. very cool. i was gonna say
2: <laughs> i did <laughs> not enjoy
1: <this> <laughs> i was like this is too you know what now that I, now that i fucking think about it dude it's yeah. like no that doesn't
0: i stop i love the connection to the first film Yes. I will say that it, I agree it is a little clunky. It's yeah. bad. But dare I it's, say it's yeah. bad. For it's- me, it's worth it to be like, oh, man, I remember Billy Hitchcock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, I mean, I don't know. But it makes me laugh because Rory's like, who are these people? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kimberly tells him it's the people that got off of Flight 180. Clear says they were her friends. Again, we're not going to get into how yeah. we We're, were not no, her friends. No, we weren't. But she asks for Kimberly's story. Kimberly says a year ago, she was at the mall with her mom. She was supposed to meet her outside, but got caught up watching a news report about Todd Wagner's suicide. But this is when she heard gunshots and ran outside to find her mother dead after some kids tried to steal her car. She says at the funeral, she thought that it should have been her. And now she realizes that she was right and what? they're like
1: yeah no it was supposed yeah. to be
0: <laughs> well i mean according to death's list it was supposed to be I her
1: Guess, but wouldn't it have been both of them i mean I, I don't i don't know i don't know i feel like i was kind of waiting on some payoff for kimberly's mother and this is not what i was expecting
0: no not as much
1: and the connection is she was watching it on tv yeah. I, a lot of people were watching it on tv uh, i don't know she was
0: like i was also tripping <laughs> <Yeah>. on acid <laughs> I took a picture before the coroner. Yeah.
1: Right? <laughs> the fact that like <laughs> a, a great shot, yeah, honestly, a great yeah. shot. I was um, so proud. <laughs> I don't know her story. It was a little lackluster for me because we saved it till last, and what, it's like, what about you, Kimberly?
0: Yeah. Oh
1: no, yeah, I was watching it on TV. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Look, there were better stories. I'll give, I'll give you that. But we then get a close-up shot of Clear holding Kimberly's arm. It's meant to be sincere, but it is shot so dramatically. Yeah. <laughs> But I really, again, I really do love this wrinkle that they're adding.
1: I do, too. That's I feel like that's why I'm so offended that it was executed, in my opinion, pretty poorly. Mm. Um, Just in this weird, like, dump of conversation yeah. in this car. I just, I don't know.
0: I can't disagree with that.
1: I, because <laughs> it's very fucking cool. I like it a lot. Yeah. But the way that they did it is just, I'm like, come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> come on.
0: But elsewhere, Adams is driving the van with Isabella begging him to drive faster. Back in the SUV, Clear says that when they got off of Flight 180, it caused a rift in Death's design. Eugene realizes that if the Flight 180 survivors didn't get off the plane, then they would all have been dead before the pileup even happened clear says this is why death is working backwards it's tying up all the loose ends and sealing up the rift once and for all
1: again i like that yeah i don't know why death was petty enough to wait a
0: year (laughs) well (laughs) anniversaries yeah (laughs) (laughs) irony like he's a petty motherfucker i gotta (laughs) hand it to death but we get shots of the suv and the van speeding down the road and we see that they're on the same road headed in opposite directions The SUV has a tire blowout and heads right for the van. Adams and Kat swerve to miss each other. Adams heading off road, but Kat crashes onto a farm, smacking through a stack of hay. A piece of wood gets lodged through her door and over her legs, and she eventually spins out, crashing into a pile of PVC pipes that smash through the back window and through Kat's headrest, narrowly missing her head.
1: It's an intense moment. Yes,
0: it's quite a bit. Thankfully, everyone is fine. But, unfortunately, Eugene has a wound to his chest and he clearly is having trouble breathing. Adam stops the van to help them, but Isabella isn't about it, screaming at him to get her to the hospital. He instead calls it in and they speed off as they see another vehicle stopping to render aid. The crew gets Eugene out of the car, resting him on the ground while Kat remains trapped in the driver's seat. Kimberly, who I don't know what her major is, says that she thinks Eugene's lung is collapsed. (laughs) Kat asks Brian Gibbons, a farm boy played by Noel Fisher, for help. He heads over there in his finest Limp Biscuit t-shirt. <laughs> it's 2003. But she freaks out, begging him to get her out before her SUV explodes.
1: He's uh, Mickey Milkovich from Shameless. Oh, really? But like super young. I like did a double take, but it's definitely him. Well, that's cool yeah i thought it was cool
0: i've never seen shameless i, I didn't
1: finish it because it, it went off the rails for me but oh. i liked it for a while
0: <laughs> like dexter off the rails or
1: um not quite but you know maybe i'll give it another shot because i did go back and suffer through all of dexter
0: i don't envy you yeah no.
1: i don't ever <laughs> envy me either.
0: but brian says that he doesn't smell any gas and nothing is dripping so she asked him to remove the piece of wood that's trapping her He tries, but it hurts her, so he calls out to his father. Paramedics arrive and load Eugene into the ambulance, with Clear giving tons of warnings about what they need to look out for, up to and including puddles, potholes, and power lines. They kind of brush her off. They're like, there's yeah. nothing. They
1: don't brush her off. They literally push her out of the ambulance. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I was like, who's to say she's not his wife?
0: Yeah, it's true. Yeah, that's right. Oh, no, yeah. some like, fucking, fucking bullshit. Here. They're like, you can't ride with him. Yeah. Why not? Why I've, can't she ride I've with him? I
1: have ridden to the hospital with a friend yeah. uh, twice.
0: <laughs> but I'm like, I just thought that was crazy. I think the paramedics were like, dude, Burke and Kimberly need you for the third act. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> hold on. Right? You're in this next scene. Go back. <laughs> yeah, you can't go with us but a news van arrives on the scene and brian is barely in the way of it but rory tackles him to the ground quote saving his life unquote he seemed very far away to me yeah it was it was far but the news van backs up over a pile of sharp rocks rupturing the gas tank which sends gasoline traveling through a pipe underground i was like come on man yeah some happy gilmore shit I was <laughs> I like, god is-. damn for me this is starting some rube goldberg
1: it is it is they're like watch for the gas it travels it just feels like there's so much going on that it's like drive safe man yeah. be careful
0: <laughs> but rory asks kimberly if it's going to hurt when he dies but she doesn't know since she's gonna die after him he gives her his keys and wallet and asks if she'll throw out all his drugs and porn and whatnot anything that would break his mom's heart
1: I appreciated them finally giving him a human moment. Yes, where he's not snorting coke or being right. like "dog shit with <laughs> you, shut up, bitch." Like I, I appreciated that. Uh-huh. Right. Um, but that's all he gets. <laughs>
0: it is nobody cares
1: man shut up i I appreciated it
0: i thought it was nice to show him having something else you could
2: have done that earlier
0: exactly you know
1: it it is sad because it comes so late that i didn't i know rory is supposed to be the comic relief or whatever Uh i didn't give a shit about no. him by this point. So him saying that, I was like, okay, you are a human. Like, okay, yeah, I see.
0: I, I remember, but I remember when I was a kid watching it, I was like, this dude is
1: on one. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you're 13. Yeah, I, like, I yeah. fucking love this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he lives. I hope he lives.
0: Final boy material <laughs> <laughs> right here. Hashtag final boy. <laughs> but he thanks her and walks away. Burke calls in trying to get an update on Isabella and finds out that she's at Lakeview hospital being prepped for a delivery. Now when they say Lakeview hospital, they mean it. Cause we'll see you later. Yeah. Yes.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: But he tells Kimberly and clear and clear goes over to tell cat cat says that she'll be fine. And to just go find Isabella and in this thing. But we watch as gasoline continues traveling down the pipe. A firefighter uses the jaws of life on cat's door and she lights a cigarette complaining about the noise. As the firefighter slams the machine into the door again, it sets off the airbag, slamming Kat's head into her seat, the PVC pipe impaling her through the brain.
1: Very sudden.
0: Yes. I
1: thought this was really cool. Absolutely. Because, like, she's even being funny for a second. And Uh then it's just like, oh, shit. Yeah, Yeah, it
0: really... And the thing is, is they use their effects very well oh no and this it, looks cool it
1: was foreshadowed too because we saw that go through and it almost get her when it yeah. happened uh-huh
0: it's i mean and when i said that i was scarred by a few deaths when i was a kid there was obviously the log truck yes and this one yeah because anytime i see a pvc pipe that's all i think of You're like absolutely uh, yeah. not. <laughs> i was like <laughs> you killed cat you bastard yeah. <laughs> and well, everyone and then they yeah. at, at lowe's they asked me to leave yeah <laughs>
2: Well, I mean, she told that kid earlier he was trying to help her and she was like, easy, Jethro. It's yeah, like, dude. Did. No, she was rude. And yeah. then dude was trying to help her out and uh-huh. she was like, that's fucking loud. He's like, I'll put it on
0: quiet mode. And she yeah. thanked him. Yeah. She was like, oh, thanks. She's like, I know <laughs> nothing about the Jethro. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> if you could have done that, why didn't you do that to begin yeah, with? Yeah, you're <laughs> just being an asshole.
0: <laughs> but Kimberly watches in horror and Clear turns away. Cat drops her cigarette out the window where the wind carries it to the pipe. It sets the gasoline on fire, and the flame travels back toward the news van. While this is happening, Burke narrowly escapes being crushed by a falling branch. I was like, cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, shit. I guess we it's were like, supposed we... to forget who was next. Yeah.
1: I guess, but we saw—we just saw a much cooler death happen. Or, yeah.
0: fuck, no, I think that might have been part of it. Maybe Burke was next, and that was him missing it, and then we get what we get next. Oh. oh right. That's actually pretty fucking, I don't like it. I mean I like it. I like it, but I don't like it.
1: I'm trying to remember.
0: Didn't Burke die first? Doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: no, the log went through the police car. Uh-huh. He died first, so he would be last.
0: Yeah, Jeez, geez, what are you, Jeff? Yeah. <laughs> Got a fucking notebook right there. I am also petty and I keep right. So maybe. <laughs> But the news van explodes, sending a barbed wire fence through the air, slicing through Rory, whose body parts fall into pieces, his guts spilling out as his legs topple over. This looks great.
2: Yeah, he got a a very
1: cool death, Mm -hmm. at
2: least. I don't know if that really happened, but that looked really cool. I'm
1: not sure either. Well, (laughs) In
0: my mind, that's exactly what would happen. I'd hope (laughs) (laughs) not. I I just laughed at the fence being sent like a projectile. Yeah. (laughs) And open. Yes, of course. It was very cool on a behind the scenes thing. Yeah. They showed that this was accomplished with a green screen and puppetry.
2: Oh, wow. Like
0: the, his legs are a puppet and his middle torso is a puppet and they have people on the sides controlling it and he falls over and he's wearing like green pants. Right, right. And so it just, I really think that this film needs to be commended for the practical. No, yeah. yeah that is very fucking cool. Like the combination, I guess, of practical and CG. Yeah. Cause this does look really cool. Yeah, it it looks really good. But Kimberly, Clear, and Burke head out in a truck belonging to Mr. Gibbons, played by Alf Humphreys. Kimberly, who is driving, immediately begins to choke, having visions of a person in a hospital named Kalargy and seemingly strangling her. Why are you driving? No, I,
1: have a, I have a few, few notes here. <laughs> she should not be driving. No. no. She's just warging out in the driver's seat. So they're like, fuck. Yeah, they're like, we're going to. It's
0: just a bad idea. Dude. Yeah.
1: Also, I feel like nobody reacted to Rory's death no not really and they were like we gotta go and the guy's like take my truck i'm like you don't even <laughs> and know
0: <laughs> and where do you have to go to well i bet kimberly's like god damn i gotta go hide his porn and shit yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> you committed to it
0: yeah she did but she tells the group that she thinks that a nurse named Kalargian is going to try and kill isabella not sure why she said nurse because she was literally dressed as a doctor yeah yeah
1: uh sexist uh, right? Kimberly, really gross god
0: damn grow up <laughs>
1: it's 2003 man get with
0: the times but at the hospital Isabella is going into labor Eugene is in another hospital room where he learns of cats and Rory's deaths on the news just then a wind blows the door shut and machinery in his room begins to fuck up but the crew arrives at the hospital rushing inside and looking for Isabella's room an obstetrician played by Claudine Rodney says Isabella might need a c-section and pages Dr. Kalarjian Burke and Kimberly hear the page and rush down the hall as Clear goes off to find Eugene. In his room, we see Death is working overtime, blocking the door with a cart and unplugging his ventilator.
1: I guess working overtime is one way to look at it. I look at it as lazy as shit. Yeah. Really? This is not not the type of shit I signed up for for final destination too
0: well i will say that i think death is like you survived that yeah and he's like kind of when she says tying up the loose ends he's like i gotta get to the hospital he's just like <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> just moving machines and yeah. unplugging shit it's like i i at thought this, this was lame at this point you're
0: just a ghost well yeah. it's like yeah I don't
1: and also why are none of eugene's alarms going off yeah nobody's looking <laughs> looking after
0: him well death's involved <laughs> But Kimberly and Burke just missed the elevator that Dr. Kalarjian, played by Enid Ray Adams, gets onto, so they just take the stairs. I don't know why they didn't press the button and just...
3: Yeah. <laughs> no Dr. <time, Kalarjian>. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but we also see that there are complications in the delivery room as the obstetrician impatiently wonders where Dr. Kalarjian is. Burke and Kimberly catch up with her in the hall, detaining her in the name of police business.
1: In the name of police brutality. Yeah, all right, I'm going to head out. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah seriously. I was like,
2: what the fuck is going <laughs>
1: he on here? slammed her against the wall. Yeah. No cause. She's, just, she's trying to do her job.
0: Yeah. But Kimberly busts in the delivery room just in time to see the baby boy being born. She jumps into Burke's arms and we see the emergency battery kick in in Eugene's room, returning oxygen to his system.
1: First of all, you can't just bust in there. No. Yeah. And secondly, I loved how the machine started working again, like Death was like, ha yeah. You almost <laughs> died, you guys.
0: I'll get you next time. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone has to die. You guys forget that. It just doesn't have to be elaborate and interesting. Like you're you're gonna die. Yeah. But Kimberly thanks Isabella and tells her congratulations. And Isabella asks Adams, Who the hell are those guys?
1: And who the hell are they? <laughs> yeah,
0: I have no idea. But Clear meets up with Kimberly and Burke in the hall, and they tell her the good news. Everything is okay. It's over. But then Kimberly has another vision. <laughs> yeah, It's of the original events of the incident, only this time she sees <laughs> Isabella speeding her van past the wreckage, getting out and surveying it from the side of the road.
1: She's like, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Isabella was never supposed to die in the pileup. She then has another vision of someone with bloody hands crashing the van into the lake, and Kalarjian in the hospital looking somewhat aggressive, but clearly saving someone's life. Yes, yeah. like they make it like she's fucking someone. Yes.
2: Up. Plus, uh, why would that be your first thought? I don't know. Should a doctor me. or nurse is try- Yeah.
0: And like on her shift in front of everyone. Yeah. What the fuck? Like, there's people in the room, but she's clearly strangling yeah. somebody. It's no, like, she's what? murdering me. Yeah. Like, that's that's real. It couldn't be CPR or anything.
1: No, not at all.
0: But I will say that this made me laugh a little bit because Alex's visions were very clear. Yeah. Kimberly, I don't know. Yeah, what. yeah.
1: We'll continue because there, there's more yeah. that I okay. have
0: issues with. Clear heads out to find Eugene again.
1: Because, okay, I'm sorry. Let me stop you right there. <laughs> it's like yeah. you told me to continue. Because, continue only for that <laughs> one. Yeah. Because Kimberly is like, oh, it's like i saw it again or whatever and clear's like eugene why wasn't kimberly like no ma'am these were white tans yeah <laughs> like, yes. this has nothing no, to do yeah. with eugene. i didn't
0: use yeah eugene's gonna be fine yeah, yeah. i don't I know why like, she didn't well, say anything
1: she's just like oh yeah no go check him like yeah you have and then it gets worse i'll yeah. let you continue True.
0: yes clear finally finds eugene's room and opens the door but the room now filled with oxygen gives life to a spark from the outlet causing the room to explode in not so great cgi we see fire engulf and burn clear's face the explosion sending her flying into the hallway and obviously killing eugene
1: why did they do clear like that
0: i don't know
1: i'm sad for eugene too but why did you bring her back just to do this i don't so know that when tony todd told her she had a fire inside of her that yeah. it could pay off
0: i thought she just liked afi yeah <laughs> <laughs> she's like i was listening to girls not great on the way (laughs) here that's
1: so funny
0: (laughs) it's just the whole setup you
2: really set a booby trap for this lady to come over here death is uh
1: he likes booby traps come
0: on he likes irony (laughs) (laughs) he likes pranks and he likes wind and he likes he
1: loves wind and he loves
0: to fart loves it (laughs) But Burke and Kimberly back away, Kimberly looking at her hands, which are now all sliced up. She realizes she's the person in her premonitions.
1: Bitch, you don't recognize your <laughs> own <laughs> your own hands? No. It was
0: frantic, man. Well, no. Oh
1: <laughs> my, I would. She deserves... To be fucked up for this no i'd yeah. be very mad this is fucking out of pocket this <laughs> is insane
0: Burke should be like you killed clear <laughs> yeah but instead he's just like what else did you see it's like dude these are unreliable <laughs> as fuck i wouldn't pay attention to I'm any of this shit i'm not listening to
1: you anymore
0: you know the f- funny thing i just realized is there's literally a phrase for that the back <laughs> of your hand She's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no excuse none But an ambulance pulls up, which we take to mean is the white van. Yeah.
1: It's funny because now all the pieces are falling into place. Exactly. White van. Yeah. It's like, Kimberly, shut the (laughs) fuck
0: up. Klarjian rushes to the scene with an ECG machine, just like in her vision, and she sees an article on the bulletin board, new life for drowning victim. She realizes what she has to do to stop this. She has to die. She very awkwardly kisses Burke on the cheek and tells him to get Kalarjian before straight up stealing that ambulance and driving off. Burke rushes out to stop her, but the door is malfunctioning and shooting sparks so he can't get out in time.
1: I laughed because Death was like, "Uh uh-huh, let me
0: lock the doors behind her. (laughs) It's like, no, let's see how this plays out. (laughs) But he eventually gets out, rushing after the ambulance as Kimberly speeds it off a dock and into a nearby lake. Again, this is Lakeview Hospital. Yes. (laughs) She drove for, I think, two seconds. Yeah. (laughs) But Burke dives into the water after her as water fills the sinking van. He reaches the van underwater, trying to break in as he watches life slip away from Kimberly. She envisions all the people we've seen throughout the film, hearing various quotes from Bloodworth, Nora, Sounds of News reports, etc., her own voice then says that she knows what she has to do to save them. She has to die. It fades to black. I was
1: like, we, we get it. You said that two seconds ago. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, the funny thing is I thought her life was flashing before her eyes, but it was really only the time that we've known her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we fade back in blurry as Kalarjian uses the defibrillator, bringing Kimberly back to life. Burke, who saved her from the van, welcomes her back to the world of the living. He tells her they did it. Thanks to her, they cheated death.
1: Well, don't say that out yeah. loud. It's like, we beat that motherfucker. Yeah. It's like, dude,
0: he can hear you. <laughs> <laughs> but the colors become more vibrant as the sun rises outside the hospital. We transition to a cookout with Kimberly, her father, Burke, and the Gibbons family. They thank Mrs. Gibbons, played by Shilton Crane, for inviting them. Brian man's the grill or like a boy's the grill yeah. I guess. <laughs> as they check in on Kimberly who says that she's doing better and even had a fun summer.
1: Why are we friends? yeah i don't understand why they're all friends
0: well they all went through some crazy okay. shit
1: <laughs> yeah some of them
0: more than others and if you're the gibbons like two people died on their property which is kind of a big deal and they were their friends maybe they're like you guys want to talk about rory yeah. and Kat or anything <laughs> right sorry your friends
2: died on my land you want some brisket
0: yes i'd <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, I I sure. love some brisket
0: but burke nearly impales himself trying to eat a skewer and they tell him to be careful He's like, I've been through closer calls. Yeah. (laughs) God damn it, Burke. And it freeze frames and we get the credit. No. (laughs) But Brian says that he has two and he asks his dad to tell the group what happened with him in the news van. Mr. Gibbons tells them about how Rory saved his life. Kimberly and Burke look at each other as Mrs. Gibbons says that that was lucky. Just then the grill explodes, killing Brian and sending his charred arm landing right in front of his mother who screams.
1: He didn't have to serve the arm to his mom. That's fucked up.
0: And it was smoking and (laughs) probably pretty crisp. Shut up. I knew you were (laughs) (laughs) thinking about Never had an arm, man? (laughs) I will say that the comical ending was a lot, but I did like that they literally, like that was not CG. They practically exploded a dummy. (laughs) Oh, I thought you could say a boy. (laughs) Oh, they killed Brian. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No. But I have to ask, what did you guys think of Final Destination 2?
2: Um, I do like the kills in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if the story is strong enough to like overshadow, you know what I mean? To, or like if the kills are strong enough to overshadow the story and all the silly shit that goes on. Right. I, I, I mean, I, I will, I will say that the kills, the effects, the, it looks great. Oh yeah. But there's a lot that just doesn't like. I was just like, "Oh my god!" Again, <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck?"
1: I agree that I I have a weird nostalgia for this movie for mm-hmm. both of them. So I think I'm being a little more flexible. But there's just a lot that did not work for like, me <laughs> as an adult watching this. But like you said, T, as that when you're a kid, it's oh. just like this is this <laughs> the greatest shit I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> but um it has so many memorable moments and so many creative kills that I think you have to give it its props. Yeah. Right. But yeah, narratively and character wise and logically, mm. there's a lot of shit that just flat out <laughs> does not make sense.
0: Yeah. All of those things are true. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do think that at the end of the day, though, it is a fun film.
1: Defi- it definitely is. Yeah,
0: And it's it's a blast to watch if you just, again, kind of a turn-your-brain-off kind of a film. Right. As an adult, because as a kid, I loved this shit. Same, yeah. Like, I would watch the first two over and over mm-hmm. and have a blast doing it. Yeah. Not even a uh, having a care in the world. I don't yeah. know what I'm talking about.
1: <laughs> Are you crying? I, that doesn't <laughs> matter.
0: Get past it, get past it. Um, But I do think that it... Does its best to respect what came before. Yeah. Even if it kind of falls on a few of those times. M-
1: most notably, not bringing Alex back. Yeah, yeah, that
0: that really... Well, at least it's not a fucking daredevil.
1: Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it
0: that. Evil Knievel, Like, Could you imagine well, that sequel? <laughs> <laughs> but I think that while it's not perfect, it is worth a watch, I would say. For sure. But I guess that can lead us into ratings. Okay. I think that the strongest thing that this film has going for it is the marriage of practical and CG effects. Mm-hmm. Like they work surprisingly well. Also have to call out the stunt work. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. That car accident scene is really good. Yeah. That's impressive. It is. The
1: way that it holds up too. Yeah. Still. Because I feel like if you put that next to another 2003 film, it's... Oh no. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I can't even imagine orchestrating all that. Oh, yeah. no. Like, it's unbelievable. I think they said it took 11 days to shoot. I don't know if I said that earlier. Yeah, anyway.
1: you did. Yeah, but, but that's fucking bro, crazy. That's, yeah.
0: But I also appreciate the callbacks to the original story, mm-hmm. even if some are a bit unsuccessful. Right. There, you can tell that even though it's not the director and the writer from the first film, they want to respect it. Right. Yeah. And that's admirable. But on the negative side, the handling of Alex Browning, Okay. it's upsetting for what they set up in the first film i thinking final destination 2 right i'm very excited to see what happens with alex next yeah and while we do have clear which i appreciate at least they have that mm-hmm. yeah and of course tony todd which thank you oh of yeah course.
1: even i mean i could have i know he wasn't even in the first one a lot but i could have had more
0: oh of course yeah. yeah another issue is i i think our pra- protagonist is just okay
1: i agree all right and i like aj cook
0: yeah me too and but, i i just yeah. think that the, maybe it's just the way that she's written I feel like once Clear comes on board, I care I'm like, what's that about? Yeah. yeah. You know? Well and
1: when you bring Clear back, she's immediately talking shit to her. So yeah. already I'm yeah, like, like, oh you don't you. you don't talk to Clear Rivers yeah. like that. Oh, no, 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 no.
0: <laughs> and unfortunately, I think that the screenplay could have used some work. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> but for some reason, I still really come away from this film, still enjoying it. Yeah. Like I will I'll watch it again. I don't care. I don't know why somebody's like Trying to stop yeah. right? I don't <laughs> do
1: a a shit. A shit. <laughs> I'm doing it.
0: <laughs> but I, I will say that for me, I really lowballed my score on the first Final Destination. For some reason, I gave it a six. And now, in retrospect, I think I would more likely give Final Destination, the first one, a seven. Yeah. But for this film, out of 10 partially correct premonitions, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give Final Destination 2 a 6 out of 10. Okay. I'm, I was so close to that 6.5, Yeah. but I want Alex Browning, man. Yeah, if, that you hurts. Have, if you have everything here, but also have a scene of him trying to guide her through the premonitions. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is a 6.5 film. Yeah. But for me, it's a six and it's a, it's a high six because I'm going to watch this probably like this week it's, again.
1: It's still fun. Yeah.
0: It's a lot of fun, but, uh, I will open the floor to you. I don't have the same feeling for
2: these movies <laughs> <laughs> that y'all do. Uh huh. Um, and you're right. It is a fun movie and the kills are really good. Oh, yeah. Um, but I just, I I feel like I didn't care about any of these characters. Again, there was no, there was no backstory to any of them. Mm-hmm. Rory was a fucking just there to be there. <laughs> uh, the whole time, the only other person that talked a lot was Eugene. And he was just there to be like, I don't fucking believe you. Yeah. And it's like, dude, what? <laughs> what? You had to have yeah. somebody yeah. not believe it. Um, But... I don't know. I just didn't like a lot of the stuff. So the dentist thing didn't work for me either. Okay. Like I, I get it. But again, so y- you don't, you're your, uh front lady. What is it? the The receptionist doesn't know how to grab this pigeon. You know what I mean? You don't, not only that, you don't, you wouldn't be like, hey, let me take this gas off this dude's nose while I go tend to this.
0: Yeah, I don't understand why they you just left him, him there. In there. Well, but he, we've already determined he's very unprofessional. Well,
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's yeah. a
0: horrible dentist. Yes. Uh, same thing with,
2: I mean, the, the fish, the water. I was like, come on, dude, for real. I'm like, you really want me to, the water's going. And then I think too, when, uh, what really threw me was was the van the okay. news van when it hit the gas and then it was i was like please don't tell me this is what you're doing because that's not how death worked in the first movie i was like this isn't this isn't what it you know what i mean
0: one thing i will say is that i've driven onto a curb before right so i feel like if i drove so hard <laughs> but you knew that, that you did that, that it right broke through my fucking yeah, yeah i would feel, You'd that. feel that okay yeah. Yeah. but they're like quick we need the shot yeah right, right. <laughs> fuck the van just come on yeah. I was like, we'll get a new van what
2: it's a lot uh and then uh, uh eugene in there and then the 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 booby trap set and everything. You know what I mean? It kind of took, it took me out of the whole accidental death, but it wasn't an accident. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the first movie did. Yeah. So it was kind of like, oh man, but I will agree with that. If you've never seen the movie, watch the movie. Oh yeah. I can't say that I'll watch it again unless your sister wants to watch it, but it's only because like, I don't have that nostalgia factor for these movies. For sure. Not saying that they're trash or anything. I just didn't watch them like that. So... For me, watching them on the show, and you know what I mean, Um, I... I did enjoy it, but a lot of that stuff hurt it for me for what the first movie did good. Uh You should have carried it over to this movie. Understandable. You know what I mean? You shouldn't have. I get it. You know, we got to ramp it up. Uh It's like Not that way, though. (laughs) You know what I mean? Not like that.
0: Yeah. Can I ask, do both of you think that if the film had carried over the more serious tone from the first film, would it have been more successful?
2: For me, I think it it would have. Yeah. Yeah, because I feel like I get the comedy aspect or whatever of it, but that's not how the first one was. And you're not you're not doing the deaths the same way in the first ones. Yeah, they're cool, but this is it. Isn't more of an accident? It's more of a I'm just gonna kill you, right? So it, I, it's like okay, I get it. You know, you gotta kill them, but can we? Can you make this be an accident form? Uh huh. Does it have form? To, you know what I mean? I mean you're yeah. like,
0: hey, uh, death. You know, we have to watch this. Yeah, it's okay. I was like, really,
3: dude.
2: <laughs> But, I mean, I I would recommend anyone to watch this. This mm-hmm. is a fun movie, like you said. And uh, the deaths are really, really cool. Yeah. Um, if you can get past all that, this is a fun movie. And I would watch it. But for me, on a scale from 1 to 10, partially correct premonitions, I'm going to give Final Destination 2... A 5.5. Hmm. And the only thing that saved that gave it that extra was the knowing the practical and special effects right. were together because that all looks cool. Yeah, And for me, these points are, I'm not going to lie to you, a majority for that. Yes. Uh, like I said, I'm not trying to say the movie's trash, but to me it was just a little... I think it kind of went a little too away from the first one for me as to where, again, the first one... I'm not saying that it was, like, a favorite movie of mine, but I feel like that one was done better. I would agree. Uh, And uh, that's just kind of, you know what I mean, where I landed with this. Mm -hmm. But it is a good movie. Like you said, it's very fun. A definite must-watch.
0: For sure.
1: Yeah, I agree with both of you guys. It's a super fun, like you said, turn your brain off and just enjoy it. Um, The kills are super interesting. That opening sequence is fantastic. Yeah. Like we said, the effects and the... uh, boiling down to it my issue is like you said the the, the screenplay yeah. i mean it, it there's a lot of it that a lot of people's reactions to things don't make sense yeah uh-huh. i feel like the timeline of this all taking place in like two yeah days, <laughs> when you find out how much time has passed i was like wait what yeah, yeah. it doesn't really makes sense i feel like the characters are not flushed out i know that's not really what you come into these movies for right. mm-hmm. but i just feel like i cared more about the group from the first one especially i absolutely cared about alex and clear and i didn't really care about kimberly that much
0: yeah not really
1: um and nothing wrong with like i said i like aj cook mm-hmm. but i i just don't think they gave her a lot to work with right um I mean, I feel like I've kind of made my opinions clear throughout <laughs> the stuff that just flat out didn't work for me, but a lot of it did. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, I think I went low on my score for Final Destination because I gave it a six point five, uh-huh. and I'm not—I know I just changed my score last week, so I'm not changing <laughs> it. But I sh- i i f- really love Final Destination, and I—I it, I sh- I, it should have been higher. Yeah. yeah. Um, but since it is a six point five, and Final Destination 2 is not as successful for me for a lot of those reasons plus as you just brought up the tonal shift yeah. in films I'm not saying don't give me any silly but like I f- this is death I mean yeah. <laughs> I feel like we need to there's, there's we're some not having fun
2: while we're dying yeah. right yeah,
0: yeah. Um, <laughs> is this shit on so that-
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious yeah. <laughs> but that does hurt it for me a little bit Because it is a completely different vibe from the first one. And I really do love the first one. But this one is still fun. Both of them, I guess we watched them a lot when we were younger. Because they they both kind of harken me back Mm. to watching these as a kid. And and it's still fun for me. But with all that aside, I gave Final Destination, the first one, a 6.5. Right. Right. So on a scale from 1 to ten. Partially correct premonitions. (laughs) I'll give Final Destination Two a six. Okay. Okay. It's still fun, but it is not as successful for me as Final Destination proper.
0: Right. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. One thing I will say is that as JP starts to taper off his enjoyment on these, there's like three more films, man. (laughs) Yeah. Can't (laughs) wait. Well that's all from us at Podmortem. What would you rate Final Destination 2 and what should we watch next? Let us know on Twitter at the Podmortem. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and like us on Facebook. Be sure to follow each of us on Twitter at TravisMWH, at Blood and Smoke, and at RealStreeter84. Please consider pledging to our Patreon and stay tuned until after the music for a special thank you to all of our Windigo Gitter patrons. And remember, always live life to the fullest. You never know what's waiting for you down the road until next time thank you all for staying tuned we want to give a very special thank you to all of our windigo getter patrons
1: Aye. yeah,
0: yeah.
1: The gangs all here
0: special thank you to Chris Ontiveros, Kristen Lofton Megan Martinez Kimberly Bass Melanie Van Husten, Sophie Hodson, Anthony Jerome M., Jordan Nash, Kent Morton, Guy54, Lala Thomas, Travis and Nisa Hunter, Miguel Myers ATX, Mandy, Jennifer Perez, Pierre Lombard, Allison O'Neill, Carissa, TJ Bronson, Gabrielle Trevino, Spooky Mom, Andy Teague, Applin Ontiveros, Karima Rhodes, Antonio Huerta, Kimberly Kleindienst, Will Brown, Linda, Sydney Smith. Osvaldo Soto, Jonathan Booth, Bobby Holmes, Donna Eason, JD Rizak, Molly Gerhardt, Armand Spasto, Aaron Aguirre, Eggie, William Berry, Brittany Ramatar, Charity Oxner, Amanda Six, Mandy Rainwater, Garrett Rogers, Jordan Roberts, Dylan, Melissa Sierra, Holly Bryan, Alex Schultz, Jordan Blevins, Michelle Moore, Liz Heath, Spencer Montalvo, Pancake the Panda, John Ramos, Michael Newding, Alexius Roberts, Dan Laveau, Itzy M, Gary Horton, Amanda Aliff, Leisha Olivier, Kate Lamp, Carlos, and Jessica Hunter. Thank you all so much. Yeah.
1: Thank y'all.
0: We can't tell you how much we all appreciate you. Honestly, when you come to think about it, we love all of you to... (laughs) death yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We put a lot of thought into oh, that. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time.